Hello and welcome to Roll for Topic. I'm Chris Salzman. You're about to listen to the Play a Dungeon portion of our Build a Dungeon, Play a Dungeon Spectacular. Uh, this was a lot of fun to do. Um, if you want to, you can go back and listen to the previous episode where we actually brainstormed the dungeon. Um, or if you don't really care, you can just listen to this. It, it should just be a, a fun time listening to an actual play podcast with about five wonderful players. Um, it was a lot of fun to do. Um, we recorded this on Skype, uh, so the, the sound quality is not as amazing as our other episodes, but I think it's it's totally fine. Just wanted to note that up front. Um, but we are going to drop in to the action where all of the players are going to introduce themselves and the characters that they'll be playing. Have fun. So uh, why don't we get started? Jess. Hello, my name is Jess. It is delightful to be back with you guys again. Um, I'm going to be playing a gnome wizard named Triss. Um, I've played Triss in one or two other one shots and really enjoy her. So we're going to let her try her hand at a dungeon and see how it goes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Joel. Hi, I am Joel. Um, I'm playing Gemlin. He's a, uh, um, a human rogue. Um, he has not had any adventures yet, so he will, or at least not none, <laughs> none to speak of. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do too. That's great, uh, Murph. Hi, I'm Murph. I'm playing Carbuckety Deep Burrow, who is a halfling warlock, um, rolled up specially for this occasion, um, and chose that race and class combo because of a. Uh, role for topic conversation on most and least played class race combos. So this was on the least end. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Tim. Uh, hi, I'm Tim. Um, I am playing uh, Charity Karuk, and uh, she is the world's most trustworthy half work rogue you've ever met. <laughs> I feel like there's at least one lie in that statement. <laughs> George. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing uh, Yin Pedor, who is a uh, rock gnome barbarian. Just a, uh, a little angry guy. <laughs> little angry guy. Yeah, did you decide, um, I, you just you were thinking about like carrying an axe. Did you decide to go with that? I He has several axes. He has two okay. hand axes, which are very, uh, very gnome size. He's got a great axe that he can barely... Uh, swing or a, a battle axe that he can barely barely swing, and a great axe that he absolutely cannot swing. So, okay. if he uh, decides to go with the great axe, he has disadvantage. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Somebody tells me he's gonna he's gonna go with that great axe as much. As uh, he can. He's all anger and uh, not not necessarily strategy. <laughs> okay, uh, that's awesome. All right, well, I think we're gonna dive kind of straight into uh, this this here one shot because. Um, we're going to try to be mindful of the time. So if someone can remind me when we're like an hour in, I'm going to be watching the clock. But, you know, someone like say, hey, uh, you only have half the time left. That'd be great. <laughs> you all have just entered the library and candle keep. You're standing at the front door um, just inside. It's just closed behind you. And inside of your head, you're all thinking about the one the thing that was told to you by the person who sent you here. His name is Namia. And Namia said to you, you are to retrieve the writings of my master. A fool stole them from me and locked them away behind a warding spell and an illusory wall in the library. It only took me a lifetime, but I found a way past the illusion. The ward keeps me out, but you are to retrieve the writings and I'll reward you handsomely. Do be quick though. While the library staff will be, 
will allow you to move freely in the library. They will be suspicious if you cannot be found after a few hours. Um, what I would like to do is, uh, so with, with that in your head, I want you to all tell me, uh, we'll go around again, and I want you to tell me one thing that you did to prepare for this um, with the, the knowledge that you're sort of like you're inside the library already, kind of starting your quest. Um, so we'll go around in the reverse order this time. So I'm going to start with you, George. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, and I want you to tell me, uh, what did the Yinpator do to prepare for this? Oh, Yin Pator uh, bought several books and okay. got angry about them and and threw them and, and chopped them and used them to start fires. Okay. Thinking so, that that would help him in a library. Yes. <laughs> got used to yeah, all the destruction he was going to cause. Um, all right, uh, Tim, what did Charity do to prepare for this? Yeah, she doesn't have a lot of uh, use for books, um, but she's quite adept at moving stealthily around the library. Um, that's certainly within her wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things she did do, she doesn't normally wear a cloak because she worries about it catching on things. Mm -hmm. But this time she did just to kind of hide some of the some of the, the extra swords, the, the, the swords that she uh, has strapped on just to kind of hide a little bit of what she's got going on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Murph. So uh, Carbethy is quite excited to be going to the library and has filled his uh, spare space in his pack with several uh, blank notebooks and scrolls and whatnot and uh, totally just for taking notes while he's there. Research purposes. Okay. Uh, Joel, what did Gemlin do? Well, he's a, um, he's a student of history, um, and so this is actually quite an exciting um, quest for him. So he's been um, spending some time doing his own research on um, the what he can find about the writings of Namia's master to the extent that he can. Okay. All right. Um, that's actually good. Let's uh, let's have this be our first roll of the evening, actually. So why don't you you roll me a research check? Um, so <laughs> uh, maybe an investigation check. Uh, so roll a d20 and then add your modifier. I don't have my GM screen handy, but yeah, I've got two. well, let's see, eleven plus two, so thirteen. Okay. Yeah, with a 13, um, you uh, you have not been able to find anything in particular, um, which is a little odd. Um, I think when you're when you're looking around, you're actually remembering that uh, Nemia uh, had quite a few tattoos, really distinctive tattoos, um, all on his his arms and actually up his neck and his face as well. Um, so you probably started there with your research and were actually unable to find kind of anything that they meant. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right, Jess, what did Tris do to prepare? Tris has been doing a lot of studying lately. She's working mm -hmm. on becoming a wizard as her second career. Yeah. Um, so she really enjoys the library and has realized that her own local librarians um, really enjoy baked goods. So she's made um, a dozen chocolate chip cookies to bring with her to sweeten the deal with the okay. librarians here. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is really good. So Tris is probably walking in with the cookies. Um, hopefully no one has tried to steal them, rogues. <laughs> smacking wrists. Yeah, you. smacking hands. The librarian. Um, yeah, so you you enter into the, the library. I think what you're looking at, um, it, there is a like a balcony that's sort of running along the, the top edge of a like 40-foot tall ceiling 
room. So it's a big, massive room. There's a balcony up there with, you know, it's kind of stacks of books all along the walls there. Uh, on the ground floor, though, where you're at are, are many sort of long tables where people can can sit and read and study, things like that. And there's probably a handful of, of patrons inside of here. Um, and then there's also just sort of stacks of books uh, along the outside edges. Uh, let's see. I think, Tris, you would probably recognize since you spent some time in libraries you would recognize immediately that it's a little odd. The the shelves are actually very closely aligned to each other. Like there's there's very little room in between them. Um, and then up towards like the front, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess uh, towards the back, like, right. So you're, you know, front door uh, along the, the back wall there, you see that there is a, a large desk. It's a large octagonal desk. And then there's also a, a door sort of off in the, the far right corner. What would you like to do? Does there seem to be anyone in charge who's um, checking library cards or verifying entrance <laughs> or anything like that? Yeah, you uh, there. You don't see anyone, um, anyone around here. Although I mean, the like the big octagonal desk. That's sort of you would guess that's that's where they would sit. Anything. Okay. Well, I'm going to shuffle that way and kind of um, <laughs> slide my cookies up on top of the desk and over yes. uh, and leave those up there for whoever might happen upon them, who is of the yeah. appropriate authority. And then yeah. I'm going to just slowly kind of moseying my way around, um, okay. checking out those shelves and seeing if anything catches my eye. Oh. Uh, yeah. So one thing catches your eye, actually, as you are looking at those shelves, you see these small like little like portals open up. And this like insect like hand comes comes out holding a book and shelves it and then goes back through the portal and disappears. And you see this actually happen pretty rapidly as it's going. Um, and then you look back to where you put the cookies and two of those those things kind of take them and pull them forward. You're welcome. Uh, uh, as you say that uh, from out of nowhere blinks in a gigantic spider holding the cookies and it starts to eat them. Does it look pleased? It looks extremely pleased. Fantastic. Yeah. It has a little lanyard on. It says uh, the page on it. Uh, as you all are sort of like standing around, I guess, looking around, you, you also see sort of these little little blinks happening here and there um, as books are being shelved and taken off. Um, that. What would you like to do? Well, are there any... Um human or humanoid patrons in this library anybody <laughs> yeah, in or, yeah yeah there's a handful uh there's probably yeah like like i said there's you know some long tables that people are are reading books at or if you want to approach anyone uh do they seem at all disturbed at all by these mechanical hands or the appearance of the spider or anything along those lines oh no not at all uh, yeah, I think we should go talk to a, I'd like to go talk to a, um, somebody who doesn't look too deep in, in <laughs> thought and, um, ask them what they can tell me about this library. Yeah, yeah I think you, you could, what, yeah. What can you clarify one thing? Um, uh, e each one of us has been, uh, asked to come and retrieve this item. Um, yeah. are, have we been introduced to one another or are yeah. we all five separate people oh. knowing about the library? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that would be a trick. Uh, if we had more time, yes, that would be an answer. But no, you are you are an adventuring group that has been been together. So you can assume that there is some amount of backstory that that has led you all together to get this this quest. Okay, at the okay same great. Time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, Joel. So you can uh, Gemlin can approach uh, just like anyone um, who's sitting at sitting at a table, like you know someone who's not quite totally lost in thought because you wouldn't want to do that to them, and they they can turn to you um, and say, what what can I do for you? Yeah. So um, uh, t tell me <laughs> tell me more about this library. Um, what what can tell me about that spider that just uh, took those cookies? Um, like a little portal opens up between the two of you and the spider's head comes out and like <laughs> one, one arm <laughs> goes back through. All right. Um, well, the, I, I, the, 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 the guy will answer you like, you, you have to be quiet. The, okay. The page, so. the page is, the page is very nice, but is very strict on the rules. Okay. Is it okay if we whisper? It was very okay if we whisper. Okay. All right. Well, what can you tell me about the page? About the page? Uh, I mean, it, it, it's rumored that no one has ever returned a book late. <laughs> no one's exactly sure what would happen. <laughs> um, and what brought you to this library? Oh, this, is a, this is the best library in the area. All, all of the world's knowledge in one place. What is it that you're that you've been seeking today? What have you been looking for? Um, oh, you know, just comic books. <laughs> well, thank this, you. Uh, this this guy, he's not he's not researching anything. No, right. Interesting. I think Tris probably you're like looking at his stack and you're like, like there's magical books here. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasting his time. Yeah. Well, um, thank what you. Are the... Thank you for your time. Yeah. Let's see, uh, Yimpator, what are you doing in here with this? There's all these books that you are mad at, I guess. <laughs> well, Yimpator is not a huge fan of magic, mm -hmm. so all this, the the uh, the hands popping out of portals, he's like, ah! yeah, <laughs> looking around, okay. like just it puts him on edge. He's uh. He is not in his element in in a library full of magic. the 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 spider is probably the most reassuring thing because he knows that it, he can smash a spider or at mm. least try to. He's got a strategy yeah. for that, but uh, trying to find the the um, magical ward in the magic library with all the magic portals has got him very on edge. Okay, <laughs> that's great. Um, what about? Let's see. Yeah. Um, Char what's Charity and Carbuckety? Yeah. You so um, Charity, this isn't her first uh, her first adventuring trip. So she she recognizes that wherever these writings are going to be stored, it's not going to be in this main room. So um, she is going to be taking her time, meandering around, and every time a patron looks at at her, she's going to give him one of her warmest smiles okay. work smiles um and uh nod try to try to do the, the flirty thing without saying anything but yeah. but primarily she is walking the perimeter of the room and mm -hmm. trying to uh notice if there are any exits that are not necessarily clearly marked right she's looking oh. 
support? You know, is there anywhere that that might be more interesting that isn't necessarily open to the public? Okay, cool. All right, we'll come right back to that. Um, what is Carbuckety doing? Uh, so Carbuckety is going to um, get one of the little like library step stools and haul it over to the the big octagonal mm -hmm. uh, desk so you can see up over it and um, mm -hmm. and ask, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, could you point me to any books that have never been checked out by a patron? I'm I'm very interested in making sure all the books get some attention. So I'd like to look at one nobody's ever looked at before. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you as you were saying that the the entire the entire bean of the page rematerializes behind the desk. Um, and as much as a spider can look happy at at a question that's been asked of it, it looks very happy about this. Um, and it will uh, it will point up to the balcony. And like in there's like kind of a, a far corner um, back in the balcony up above and say, up, yeah, like nod and actually like open up like a little portal too, and like gesture for you, like right in front of you if you want to take it. OK, yeah. Um, is it like you, like I can pass through the portal or is yeah, you can pass like you can, you can like see it's like a, the, the portal gun from portal. Like it, it looks like that. Like oh. you can just see exactly where that spider was pointing. Okay. Well, if you I'll want, give, there's also stairs, but I'll give him a smile and a, a thumbs up silently and uh, step through the portal to get to the balcony. Okay. Um, has Carbuckety ever gone through, like, ever blinked or gone through the <laughs> the ethereal plane? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, it feels uh, like cold and hot at the same time, and then you are you are through. Um, just like this brief moment of that. Uh, yeah, so you were up in this this section. Um, I think it's like uh, it's like a, a foreign language section <laughs> in the library. Uh, probably um, like this is like all the stuff from the um, like far, far north of of like uh, of Candlekeep, right? Like this is a totally different language. Like you don't recognize it. None of your other party would recognize it. And there's like a couple dusty books sort of down at the bottom, uh, the bottom of the shelf. Okay. Conveniently, due to communing with eldritch beings, um, I have the ability to read and comprehend any written language. So okay. um, I'll I'll start browsing and see what strikes my interest. Okay. All right. Yeah. You start browsing. Uh, go ahead and make a um, make a check of some sort. Um, I guess this would be probably investigation. Although you tell me, what do you want to be? How do you want to be approaching this? Uh, yeah, investigation was. Sounds about right. Okay. So roll d20. Um, 16. Okay. Uh, yeah, with a 16, you can find something that is very interesting to you. What would be interesting to Carbuckety? Um, I think, so if this is, is writings from foreign lands, I'd say, um, yeah, mythology and, yeah, whatever passes for, uh, for study of heavenly or demonic beings in, in other cultures. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can find a, a book there that it looks very interesting. It, it's like a, a, a description of the Pantheon that you've never seen before. Um, as you're flipping through it, there's a lot of very interesting and new ideas in here that describe uh, similar, like similar other religions that you've seen, but it's like everything's shifted around just a little bit. Um, are you taking that book or are you, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to, yeah. Tuck it under one arm and look around to see what my my companions are doing before okay. I settle anything else. So. 
Yeah, probably, let's see, directly below you, uh, Tim, um, let's see, so Charity, right, has been looking, kind of going around the perimeter, looking for stuff. Um, do you know Thieves Can't? Of course. Okay, yeah. Uh, as you are going around the perimeter, there's one door in the back there, and you actually see a little bit of Thieves Can't sort of written on there. Um, and uh, Thieves Can't, like, yeah, kind of, like, written very faintly next to the door, and it just says, like, a hallway of requirement. Holy of requirement. Excellent. Um, yeah, I uh, am going to uh, step over to uh, trying to uh, Yinpator. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Did I say that correctly? I don't. I don't really care if I said it correctly. I'm going to step <laughs> over to Yinpator and uh, and say, "Hey, uh, come with me. I think I found something interesting." Yenpator then says very loudly in Gnomish to uh, to Triss, "Hey, come on, we're going this way." Uh, I'll give him a nod and start kind of working my way over towards them. Um, I'm looking for textbooks that I haven't been able to find yet, and I'm quite pleased. I've found several, so I've got yeah. one or two under my arms, and I kind of go shuffling okay. after him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll get books. Gimlin, Gimlin notices the. Although he did not get an explicit invite, he does notice the uh, the party going that direction. So he's gonna kind of kind of meander over there because the conversation he's having is not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, yeah. I I look. I'm like, oh, I guess everyone's coming. Okay, fine. <laughs> the party. Gemlin has probably had this experience before, right? Of like, yes, he is very guys, we got it. Like, we're all together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So if you are you gonna enter enter that door, or are you gonna wait for everybody? Well, I, I was uh, I was going to just, you know, uh, grab my barbarian for backup and, and head in and check it out. But now that he's announced it to the entire, uh, you know, yeah. the entire world that we're heading, I guess I will wait for the rest of the party since it looks like they're coming. OK, so I'm literally like shouting across the library. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Mish because yeah. he's subtle. Okay. Um, I think you will also get like the, the spider, the, the page's face <laughs> in your face, um, urging you to be quiet. <laughs> Maybe with like two arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've upgraded to two arms. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Carbuckety, I guess from, from up above, you see like everybody congregating towards one spot. Uh, he, let's... he definitely hears it. <laughs> yeah, he, he hears it and he sees everybody sort of going like underneath the balcony where you're standing. Assuming the portal's closed, I'll use the yeah. stairs to mm -hmm. scurry back down and around with my, yeah. my book clutched under my arm. Okay. Yeah, you can scurry back down. Uh, in, in true to the, the word of Nemia, uh, the, the page does not seem to really care uh, too much about what you're doing. You know, you're patrons. You're a little noisy, but so be it. <laughs> Grabbing some books off the shelves, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, and you, you open that door um, to this hallway. Uh, and as you look down... This is just a hallway, and it looks like it just goes and sort of it, it dead ends into um, an open door that looks like it just has janitorial supplies down there. The hallway is probably 20 feet or so long um, as you're looking at it. And this was uh, labeled the hallway of requirement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I assume, Charity, are you sharing this with everybody or are you just pointing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, as soon as uh, Tris gets there... Um, Mm -hmm. I I do I do specifically say to her, um, there's some writings here. It says that it's the hallway of requirement. Sounds like it's in your kind of area of expertise. If you want to see yeah. what you can do with that, 
Yeah, I'm going to um, kind of push my, my glasses a little further up my nose and kind of mm-hmm. lean forward and take a look. Do I sense anything magical or see any magical runes kind of about this door that would indicate to me um, that it's perhaps more than it appears? Or is it truly just janitorial? Um, the door in particular is just a door, but okay. the rest of the hallway is quite magical. Ah, I'm going to kind of tap my nose and go, Charity, you're onto something. There's there's something magical here. I'm not certain I quite understand yet, but you've got a good eye for this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I'm going to take one step forward and see what happens. Okay. You take one step forward, you cross the, th- the threshold, and nothing seems to happen. Um, when Nimia gave you, gave you this quest, um, who... Who among you is the sort of person that uh, he would have taught, like, the the magic spell to, to open the way? Yepator, I think. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Um, potentially me or Carbuckety, either. Maybe both yeah. of us. Yeah. Probably both of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you you both have sort of the, the key, as it were, um, to... Um, and you like she said it's just it's in the library or he said it's in the library somewhere um yeah and so this this whole hallway right is just sort of magical i think uh let's see joel you know thieves can't as well too right um probably i pro- i assume that i do yes okay <laughs> yeah i think um probably you and charity right like once it was pointed out to you right there was a little bit of that i think you can see sort of written up and down the walls are like all sorts of little like signs written in thieves can't um they're like etched into the wall mm-hmm. uh, like describing describing like items and like people's names listed alongside of it and then also like warnings as well to you about uh like yeah about disturbing <laughs> disturbing these these places yes. okay so um and and how much of that thieves can't writing is there because I, it i know it takes a little while to decipher right yeah um the idea is that it's hidden in plain sight type yes type yeah thing. uh it's quite a bit actually right it looks like this is a this is some somewhat of a dumping ground for various things uh throughout throughout history and time some of this thieves can't is very old some of it is new um if any of you are sort of scholars of thieves can't you would recognize different like you know almost um accents and <laughs> things like that from it uh, going back through time. I'm going to turn to Gemlin and say, Gemlin, I, I think it's all right. Do you want to kind of come and take a look a little further and see if anything catches your eye? Yeah, I think so. I don't see anything that makes me too nervous. So I would, I'd, I'd be willing to walk in a little bit more, but our friends have our back, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Right. Well, okay. As long as they're looking out for us, I'd be willing to take a look. Okay. I do know. Yeah, as soon as Gimlin starts heading in, I I do lean over to Trish and say, that was a really good idea. Send the old one in. If anything goes wrong, that was a really good idea. He seems like the most malleable, you know? Yeah. Jen Pator is doing the gnome version of staring down everyone, so staring up everyone, I guess. Okay. Um, you know, someone walking by and he's just looking up and just keep on walking. 
Okay. You're like, you're guarding the door. Yeah. Front. Yeah. I think uh, most people are pretty, pretty unperturbed with you um, back here. Like, yeah, it's, it, it seems a little odd for something so magical like that. Um, you're probably a little surprised that people don't seem to care too much that you're back here. Like, like that this is a regular occurrence that people go back to this area. Well, since I'm since I'm in here and working my um, thieves can't deciphering, um, you know, I am something of a, a student of history, and I I'm, I want to see. You know, there's all kinds of eras represented here. It seems mm -hmm. I'd like to see if there's anything that uh, might point me a little closer towards the the writings of Nehemiah's master. Um, yeah. If there's any, yeah. You, yeah. Roll up her perception check, and let's see what right. we can see. Let's see. And can any of us assist him? I mean, it's, yes. it sounds like yeah, we you have plenty. You have plenty of time. So if if anyone wants to assist, you know, and help and like do teamwork stuff, I'll say you can have advantage on that. Yeah, I definitely want uh, to assist you with that. I have advantage on that. Yeah, so you can That's roll good. twice. That's yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> so then I got a twenty-two. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, with a twenty-two, as you're deciphering some of the thieves can't. Um, I think probably uh, like. Yeah, charity points, you know, something out like as you're as you're talking and looking at stuff, um, you you see what looks like a, a description of a tattoo that you remember seeing on Nemia, um, like of, yeah, like just something sort of matches up there. I think I mean, you can point it out. And then as you're as you're looking at it, you can actually start to follow the thieves can. And it looks like it's, it's drawing sort of a path, almost like a door doorway in the wall. Mm -hmm. And so it looks like the path is guiding us in this very hallway that we're in to mm -hmm. some direction. Yep. Where is yep. it? Where is it pointing us? Is it aiming towards the door or is that unclear? Yeah, it looks like so this is probably about halfway down the hallway. I mean, as you're as you're looking around like that, and it's just sort of on the right hand side. So this is like a, an intersecting doorway coming off the side of the hall that's just yeah. like drawn onto the wall, though. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, right, if you didn't know what you were looking for, this would just be, this is a really long hallway to the janitorial supplies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. What would you like um, to do? Does the, so is that, does that door appear to have any way to, to open it? I'm not trying to open it yet. I'm just sort of examining it to get a little more idea of what, what I can see. Uh, nothing that you can see. Hmm. So, Triss, um, you, you seem to be able to detect, uh, magic. Is there anything in this door? Any, can, any way you can figure out how to maybe get it to unlock for us? Uh, you know, let me, I didn't see anything. This door, oh, that, Or can we just bust door. it down? Like, oh, um, could I check to see if I can decipher anything about the magical quality of it that would, uh, lend <laughs> yeah. me any info? Yeah, I think, like, once they've pointed it out to you, right, you so see you can, like, you can, you probably can't read the Thieves' Can or really even, like, see it, but they, they've kind of drawn it for you. Um, as you're then looking at it sort of with more of your magical eyes, you can see that there is a, there's some sort of spell on this part of the wall that seems to to match a little bit with what you were you were taught by Nemia. Um yeah, so Carbacadi, right? Like if you were also to look at this, right, like I think probably with your approach and her approach, you could see that 
Yeah, this looks like this is uh, this might be the location where the spell would uh, break the ward. Okay, yeah, I will share that and kind of be like, hey, I think I think we might be onto something over here. Um, this uh, this looks like that tattoo uh, uh, he had on his neck, you know, the one that was kind of by the mole. I think that this might be the the passage we're looking for. And Charity said I should smash the door. <laughs> I think we should keep that as a backup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I think you should Just be ready out. for it. You might want to take a couple practice swings in the air. Mm. I'll step with back. your big one. Why? <laughs> 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 Yeah, Yimpator does exactly that with okay. the big one. <laughs> okay, so now that we've identified this door um, and it seems promising, um, would Carbuckety and I kind of have an innate sense of how to apply um, that knowledge that Nimia gave us about um, kind of moving forward? Is there, by looking at it, does the magic kind of indicate like a path forward? Yeah, I think once you're looking at it and you're you're investigating it, um, the like some of the p particulars of the spell that he taught you, like so, like snap into focus. Like, oh, I understand why why he put this flourish on it. Like that, this is the like the the example that he was trying to get after. Um, so yeah, so you you feel very strongly that like if you were to cast that charm, that spell, in this location, that it would this is probably the door that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a magical connect the dots where we carve the rune that he yeah. gave us on existing thieves can't and it fills in the void. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you are you going to do that or are you going to do something else? I kind of look Is at Carbuckety and I'm like, well, we found it. Let's give it a go. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Okay. Who's casting? Who's doing it? Uh, it's team effort, right? Okay. What's that? Right, you're both going to do it? Yeah, yeah, we'll both give it a go. Do the inscribing part. She can do the the chanting part. Okay. And... Yeah, yeah. I think you uh, you take your time and you do it. You do it very well. You're quite the team. I think as as you're casting this, uh, there's like a kind of a faint glow, and then the the bricks themselves sort of seem to just sort of disappear one by one um, as you're you're tracing past them, uh, and it opens up, and there are about you know there's some steps going down into the wall. All right, who's first? It's not me. Yimpator, would you like to do yeah, the honors? Yimpator, I think, is uh, for this party, they're pretty used to Yimpator going first. Yeah. <laughs> Gemlin has already has already slunk behind everybody because he saw how things went down the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Yimpator, I think as you as you go down, uh, it's quite dark in here. It's quite uh, dusty and uh, musty as you're going down these steps. Who all has uh, like dark vision? Yimpator. Carbacky. Okay. Yes. Uh, Gemlin cannot see. <laughs> yeah, down here. You'll need some sort of light source um, as you're going down. Uh, but yeah, you, you make it down. There's about 10 steps or so, and you make it into a large, uh, like, square room, probably 60 or so feet on either side. Um, the ceiling is maybe 20 feet or so tall. Uh, nothing too outstanding. Um, and as you, you enter in there, it's quiet. And there's a door on the far end. As we were going down the stairs, I'm going to turn and look behind me. Can I see out the passageway, or does it seem like it's resealed now that we've gone through it? 
Um, you can see through it, although it looks a little like hazy, almost like maybe it has resealed, but you like almost like a one way mirror. Oh, okay. Understood. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and while we've, we're also descending, anything? I, I lit a candle in a candle holder that I've got so I oh, can okay. see a little bit around myself here. Okay. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think dark vision, you can't see color with. Shades. Is that correct? Okay. Um, as that candle gets lit, you can actually see that there are uh, um, the walls themselves, like they, they look kind of like this flat gray, uh, but there are, are like faded colors all in sort of the same, um, the same kind of like value up and down. Um, like at one point, this was a very like ornately decorated hallway. And then uh, as you then, as kind of the light comes in, you can see on the floor as well uh, that there's like this mosaic tile all on the ground. And Gemlin was busy studying the, the walls with the, the candle and, and did not actually um, get the message from the front of the party as to what, what uh, kind of room he was they were entering. You can't really see, so could the someone with dark vision or maybe who knows what's going on uh, yeah. re-describe the room that we're in here? It, it's, it's like between 50 and 70 feet and square. Right. It's, uh, yeah, and it, when we get down it's to probably this room. like Five gnomes tall. Five gnomes tall. Right. <laughs> so when we get down to this room, you know, this this large room, is there any, is it just empty? Is it just a very large empty space or, or is there anything in here besides the mosaic on the floor? Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you, you're going to take some time to look around. Um, on the, well, I, on the... I am definitely going to start looking for traps. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go is, ahead and and uh. Not roll. normal. <laughs> yeah. Roll. Roll investigation. Uh, anyone helping? Because that's a <laughs> that's a two. Uh, so uh, yeah, plus two. So four. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, with a four, this is a room. It's great. <laughs> no problem. Uh, even even with a four, though, I will tell you that you can see that it looks like there there's something sort of there's some sort of fabric on the walls, um, which you can approach if you want from where you're at. Um, and then also that the mosaic, it looks like covers the entire floor. That's, that's about what you can get. So if you want to do more than that, you can. And you said it was a, uh, a passage at the far end. Is that yes. correct? Yeah. So you, you came down some stairs and there's kind of a big room. And then on the opposite end of where you came down, there's another, another door. Hey everyone. It's perfectly safe. We can cross. And that the mosaic on the floor and the the designs on the walls are these abstract designs, or does it look like murals or scenes mm. of some sort? That's a very good question, Carbacadi. Are you going to go investigate closer? Uh, yes, I am going to join Gimlin near the the candle and uh, okay, see what we can see over there. Yeah, uh, as you as you pass the candle and you you kind of you look at the the on the walls, right? You can see it's actually like a pretty ornate tapestry. Um, faded from time and everything, um, but you actually see what looks like uh, uh, some adventurers, five adventurers, looks like they're fighting these two horrific-looking beasts. Is there anything notable about the adventurers? Is there? Yeah. It's interesting you ask. They look like you. <laughs> hmm. Tell me more about these beasts. <laughs> uh, the beasts, uh, let's see, someone roll, uh, someone who knows about different beasts and stuff, roll nature check. Uh, 
I think the Yendor actually. Is actually good at? Yeah. Okay. Well, not uh, four. Okay. <laughs> Never seen them before. Uh, they're they're very like fierce in a, in in a pretty in a way, <laughs> but that's about all you can make out. Yeah. And and they're standing right behind me, aren't they? Uh, no, they they are not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So As these type of around. trees, exactly how big are they? Uh, they fill sort of like the whole the whole wall, and it looks like it's it's almost like it's showing these these same figures sort of fighting fighting these um, these beasts in different ways. And it looks like as it's repeated, different things change sort of as it's going around the wall. And it looks like in some the adventures are winning, and some the beasts are winning. Some it looks like it's a stalemate like that. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm looking around for the one that I mean this looks like it might be worth lifting, right? So I'm going to check out which one is in the best condition. Okay. And, um, and I'll, then I'd like to use my, my mage hand to, you know, help relieve it from the wall if I can. And yeah. uh, fold it up and take it with me. Okay. Yeah, uh, you use your mage hand to release the best looking one uh, and fold it up. It just feels like normal cloth. It's real looking. That's um, yeah, I think you'll see someone also mentioned they were going to look at the mosaic a little bit as well. Uh, as you were looking at it, it is depicting the same sort of beasts on the floor. Uh, both of them, oddly though, as you're looking at it, look like they're they're sort of snarling and jumping sort of towards the, the door on the far end. Um, who's like the most artistic member of the party? I think that might be me. Okay, roll uh like a I guess like performance or history would would be like the two closest things to art <laughs> like an art check. Seventeen. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, with that, like this is odd. Like if you were gonna do a mosaic, you'd probably center these things in the middle of the room. Like this, these two look sort of like haphazard and like they're like yeah haphazard and very much like weighted towards the far end of the room. Mm-hmm. So. so I yeah. I am. Uh, I can't see the whole room because I. I don't. My candle doesn't reach that far. But I'm. I'm curious if somebody who can see a little bit better can can tell me if that if the whole wall like are all the walls all covered with tapestries? Are there any any uh, gaps there? Any anything where it seems like a tapestry is either missing or or seems yes, to be added? There's a significant gap <laughs> besides the one that we just uncovered. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, besides yeah. that. Yeah, and I think after you move that right, you can you can probably move a couple others, and all you see is is sort of the same stonework on the walls um, that was that was in the hallway or the the stairway leading down, as well. So some faded colors, things like that. Nothing nothing out of the ordinary. So I I do I do share what I've uh, discovered about the uh, the floor and and I see you you know th- this is not right. This is not normal. Uh, when you make art, um, this is ugly. And uh, it looks like uh, someone, it, I don't know why someone would have done it like, like this on the floor where, where they're uh, approaching that door. Um, so I think we should go that way. <laughs> I mean, we, we're here to get the item, right? It's obviously farther down. So because there's nothing Jared, else here. As you, were, as you were looking at the various tapestries and these, these adventures fighting these beasts with varying levels of success, um, what were they doing in the ones that looked like it was going well for them? <laughs> I, 
Are, are there any oh, that really vanquished the beasts and uh, suggest what it was that happened to vanquish them? <laughs> they probably didn't sit around talking and probably actually fought the beasts. Yeah. Okay, axes. I see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, the ones where it was going well, there was like this nice cross stitch um, where that's a teamwork <laughs> over, and there's like a rainbow. <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Um, yeah, with this room fully explored, I think, yeah, you you see the, as Charity indicated, we should just continue to go on. There's the door at the far end. Um, that door looks like it, it's not, it's a doorway, I should say, not a door. Uh, and then uh, that goes directly into a spiral staircase. Up or down? Down. Always down. Always and the door down. is going to lead the way. Um, yeah, I think Yipator, yeah. you you are probably keenly aware of of this sort of thing. These steps are designed for human feet, like yeah, more more like human feet, you know. So it's a little bit of a drop, but you're probably used to going down this. Uh, there's nothing too outstanding to say about this spiral staircase, other than the fact that it is quite long, um, probably a hundred hundred or so steps as you're going down. Should all make it. So I'm going to be following uh, closely behind. You know, trying. Okay. You know, since I do have dark vision, I'm I'm trying to look out for for anything that might be a, a danger, um, mm-hmm. knowing that he's going to be busy just watching his own feet, and I'm also annoyed that he's going so freaking slowly. Yeah, <laughs> for these particularly small steps, right? You know, yeah, um, it, it's annoying. So I, I am kind of like right almost on top of him, but but I am also trying as best I can to look ahead mm-hmm. and see if there's anything any immediate dangers. Uh, Maybe point him out for a step that is uh, particularly like looks like it's about to fall apart or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think um, as you're looking, uh, the the steps are, are quite dusty. They're made of stone, and it looks like they're 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 made fairly well too, right? Like so, despite the age of this place, it like it looks fine. They're not not too terribly worn. Um, yeah. For the, I guess, is anyone else doing anything anything differently other than going down the stairs? Uh, well, I've still got my library book tucked under my arm, so mm-hmm. to keep my hands free, I'm going to stick it in my satchel for safekeeping. I'll okay. totally be back later. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think you continue to go down. Uh, Yipator, um, as you're going down sort of the last couple steps, um, you, you round the corner, there's another doorway down at the bottom. Um, this one uh, opens up into... Like all you can see from on the you know on the opposite end of the door frame is just sort of like a massive space in front of you. This does not seem like another small little room. Like, can I, I can I see the walls on like on the sides or cross? No. Gimlin's going to take this out of the candle he was using is guttering out. He's going to take this opportunity to light a, a lantern that he has instead that should provide some more time or okay. some more, a little more stable light for him. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of waves it around the, um, just over the threshold just to see if it casts its, its light on anything in particular. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, I think as you as you do that, you you kind of like cast it on the inside like that. Um, you don't quite pick up anything other than as you're sort of flashing left and right. There's like some quick flashes, like you've you've gone over some metal or something flashing back at you, 
in front of you though is just sort of this uh like this little bit rough stone just going like that and then you can't see the ceiling from where you're at or the walls I think I might see Gemlin taking a look, um, and I'm going to step up next to him and summon, um, oh, excuse me, I just looked, it takes an hour to cast. I was going to cast Find Familiar, I think okay. it's quicker than that, and summon an, uh, an owl, but let me verify that I can do that in the time we have allotted. Okay. Yeah, I think you uh, can, we can assume that you... You well, let's see. I guess if you're deciding right now, if it takes an hour, it takes an hour. Um, if not, um, then yeah, you can you can have that. Does anyone else want to do anything? Yes, it takes an hour to cast. So okay. I didn't say it earlier. So in the spirit of honesty, I will not have okay. it now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I think it would be not unreasonable in a in a one shot to have said, you know, I chose this spell because yeah. you you can cast you can cast find familiar months ago and still have that same familiar around. That's true. Right? That's true. Well, yes, you tell me, right? Like, so I, I will I will ask you this in a, a role playing style question: um, Is Triss the sort of person that just always has her familiar out, or is this would this be a rare thing that the familiar only comes out when needed? Well, she's new. She's newer to wizardry, so this would have been a more recent achievement, scholastic achievement for her. Um, but okay. she's pretty excited about her studies, so I think it's entirely possible that having mm -hmm. unlocked this ability, she's been pretty excited about it and has okay. kind of been practicing this uh, this particular yeah. aspect of enchantment. So okay, your owl is there then. Yeah, cool. Um, then I will. Um, kind of ask it to go and make a sweep, a parameter sweep of the room, this enormous room that we're, we're having trouble kind mm -hmm. of seeing the, the bounds of. Mm -hmm. um, and I, as long as it's within 100 feet of me, um, I can kind of communicate with it. So I'm going to ask it to kind of make a 100-foot sweep and see okay. see what it sees. Yeah, um, so it, it makes, makes this kind of big sweep. Uh, it probably has to fly up about 60 feet or so before it sees the ceiling. Um, there doesn't seem to really be anything up there of note. Um, and then as it sweeps back kind of down along the walls, it sees these like metallic metal creatures on, on the wall. Um, I don't know like if how intelligent your owl is right at, at describing. I don't think like, is this like a video feed? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I can kind of war game okay. to it. Um, a yeah. Game of Thrones. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you see you see these like metallic um things they almost look like uh like massive suits of armor like maybe 10 10 or 15 feet tall or so and they're all holding different weapons along the wall like one has an axe one has a sword you know the one has a dagger those sorts of things um there's like three on each wall um as as your owl is going around uh, and they are just sort of hanging out uh, on the walls Okay, I'm going to relate this and say, ladies and gentlemen, we have some tall, skeletal metal things, and they are very motionless right now. And my personal preference is that they stay that way. But, you know, we work as a team, so we'll see where it goes. Mm -hmm. um, does my owl get a sense of how large the room is? Um, you said about 60 feet till it hits the ceiling, but um, yeah. kind of lengthwise. Yeah, we'll say like about 100 feet, right? So you, you kind of get the, the full sweep. And then I okay. guess, yeah, then the other detail then, if you kind of saw that, would be that there's a door on the far end. This, okay. one, this one is closed. 
Okay, it does have an actual physical door in it. Yeah. Is it wood, stone, metal? Am I able to kind of discern? Um, it is a mixture of all of those. Oh, fantastic. It's, it's a more ornate door. Multimodal. Okay, I will relate that as well um, and say, yeah, friends, this is a large room. We have some ornate, uh, perhaps art, perhaps defenses. I'm not sure. But the great news is, is that there's another exit. I love duplicate exits. We have two. <laughs> You had me expensive. Let's go. <laughs> okay. How are you making your way across this room? Well, we have plenty of space that we can we can spread out a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I, we obviously we send you sure first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the barbarian. Well, is... it's important. We don't want to, you know spread ourselves too far away from him with his little baby legs. Yeah. Right? So we let him, we allow him to go first to set the pace for the team. Now, his his legs seem like a perfectly normal size to me. <laughs> yeah, just because we have a couple giants in the party. <laughs> I will point out that the uh, half-orc and the human are in the minority here, size-wise. So, careful where you walk. <laughs> I, I always have to be careful where I walk with you three around. But go on, go, 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 go. Stop talking. Let's, let's talk more move. Maybe the, the giant maybe, metal things don't seem to care that there's discord among the party. Maybe the, maybe the half-orc wants to check for traps ahead. <sighs> oh, fine. Yeah, as, as Charity leads the way, I guess Car Carbuckety will scurry or whatever he it is he does with his short little legs behind Charity. Okay. Jamlin, would you like to assist me in uh, in making sure our little friends here are safe? Yeah, I will. I will do that <laughs> to the extent that I can. <laughs> um, where? What are you going to do for checking for traps? I guess. Yeah, describe this to me. What's What's the plan? Well, uh, yeah. So um, I do have dark vision, and mm -hmm. I so it's it's primarily just kind of looking around. Primarily the floor, since it's a enormously open space, they don't really won't really be able to see much on the far walls. It sounds like, um, um, and and it sounds like that we're kind of almost walking in the blind, right? Because I can't. Well, the owl might have seen the door at the far end. I'm just kind of meandering in the direction that she indicated, right? Yeah. Correct. So yeah. Um, I'm primarily keeping my eyes on the floor, taking a scan, you know, from time to time, you know. And I'm pausing to scan around from time to time. So I'll maybe advance, you know, 10 or 15 feet at a time, pause and take a look mm -hmm. around to see if anything looks abnormal. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, if you're just going kind of straight down the center of the room, That's just towards the, the door. Yeah. Yeah. You're not seeing any ab anything abnormal um, as you're, you're walking there. Uh, roll, a, roll a perception check, though, for me. Sure. Is he, because I'm helping, um, is he rolling with advantage there? If you're going to do the same thing, yeah, you can do that. Um, if you're taking a different approach, then he'll just, he'll just roll by himself. I, I've been sort of mirroring his actions kind of on the, okay. the other little, yeah, we've been fanning out. but Okay, yeah, yeah, why don't you, yeah, roll with advantage for sort of the both okay. of you. Looking. 19 and 20. So, yeah, yeah 20. 19 and 20. Uh, that is great. Yeah. So you uh, as you were you were looking right, you don't see anything like really abnormal um other than you're you're noting that there's these very regular um sort of like gouges 
not quite in the center of the room. Like you're, you're walking down the center. It looks like on the ground, there's these gouges, like just, just off to the left and the right a little bit. Hmm. And they're perpendicular to how you're walking. And uh, as, as we're walking, I'm, I, I am, you know, as, and I'm doing this thing of like pausing, right? Um, so I do take a moment to point out the gouges to, mm-hmm. to the others. And, and I say, I have no earthly clue what that is for. Are they, um, are they like a, like a long line that's a gouge or is it like sort of, um, <laughs> like sporadic? Yeah. Uh, it's, it looks like a, quite a long line. I think if you were to get down and like really investigate. So it's, it's like of, of an even depth, if this makes sense. So if the floor is uneven, the gouge is just sort of going straight across. Like it's not mm. riding up and down. I'm giving you this because 20 was a pretty good roll, right? Like, so you're seeing, <laughs> yeah, seeing these gouges. And uh, do they point to these skeletal uh, metallic things on the walls? Um, they they do not, actually. They just, yeah. How far are you going to investigate them? Not very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they run perpendicular off into the distance. It's just two of them or? Uh... There's a bunch of them. Now that you notice them, you see them like it, it's like every every like five feet looks like there's another one. Huh. As Charity's pointing these out, there is a an ungouged space in the center of the room that we're yeah the very center. So there's probably like a like maybe like a foot or so where those gouges like don't meet. Like wide enough for a, a full size person or at least a gnome. Yeah, like you, I mean, if you want to, you could be kind of like foot in, one foot in front of each other, <laughs> walking down the center of that. Okay. All right. So these gouges must not be very wide then, right? If I, if it took a high roll just to, just to see them, otherwise you yeah. just walk over them with no issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're okay. pretty thin. Like, yeah, it was, right. yeah. Okay. Well, we wondering... proceed on. Okay. <laughs> Gimlin is curious if anybody uh, has enough. Anybody thinks it uh, might be wise to sort of toss something out into one of those gouges and see what happens. Or if that's just inviting some danger. Capital idea, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm feeling a little... Um, a little like I'm a little curious about these things, and okay. um, I take something from my from my pack that I, I feel like I'm not going to use, or um, you probably have a rock or something, a like rock that. or something like that. And I just kind of, kind of, kind of underhand it far enough away from us, but uh, that I'm that I'm still certain that it'll sort of rattle across at least one of those gouges, just to see if it, something happens. Yeah. You throw it and skitters. Much like a rock would on stone. Much like a rock would. Alright. Well I uh kinda hang my head in some chagrin with my attempt at adventuring and continue <laughs> on with the party. <laughs> yeah. Uh as you approach the door on the far side. Thank you. Yeah, the Gemlin's light sort of uh, lights it up as well. Um, this this door is 
is relatively ornate. Like I mentioned, right? There's some wood and stone and metal like that. Uh, there is some carvings. Again, this looks very similar to the tattoos that you saw on, um, on Nemia earlier. There's some of those insignias and stuff um, in there. And there's also just uh, one big doorknob in there. What side are the hinges on? <laughs> the hinges are on the right side. Uh, on, the on the inside, inside, on our side of the room? On the inside. <laughs> yeah, on our side of the room. Okay. Yeah. This is roll for topic. I want to know yeah. what the door <laughs> The door is a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you going to open the door, Unipator? door? thought you were in the lead. Well, no, I was making, I was getting us over here. This is clearly your job. Fine. Yimpator goes and just pulls the door very quickly. Not, oh. not, not even bracing for anything. Just, just pull, pulls it open. Okay. Um, it's, it's heavier than a normal door, although Yimpator is quite mighty. Um, yeah. So I think it, it opens. Um, it is surprisingly smooth given the, like kind of the age of the rest of this place. It opens uh, quite nicely. Uh, uh, there's another room inside of here. This one's smaller. You can see the the extent of it as you look in. Um, there is uh, like it's like a twelve sided room as you're looking inside of here. In the middle, there's a desk. Um, on the desk, there's a couple of objects that you can see, and we have to investigate closer. Um, and sitting behind the desk, there's a skeleton. Um, and then in either corner, kind of like off to the right and left on the far end, of this room there are these uh two it looks like like the husks of like a giant insect in both corners the colors in here are faded just as they were everywhere else but you can you note that there's it looks like kind of more intricate um design work done in this room than there were in the the rest of the the rest of the dungeon what would you like to do and we don't see any books or, or writings immediately. Um, if you you were starting to look, it looks like there's something on the table, but you don't see. You don't. There isn't like a, a vast library or anything like that in here. Are, are there any kind of light fixtures, um, like mm -hmm. sconces for torches or anything? Or does this place look like it's designed to be dark? Yeah, uh, interesting that you asked that. Yeah, so I guess as you look around, right, you 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 start to see that there. It looks like there's these globes on like each of the faces in here um they're not lit up it doesn't look like there's you know there isn't like a light switch or anything like that for them but they're globes and it's approximately where you might want to put light okay we're at one hour thank you <laughs> this is good good timing um what would you like to do inside this room I'm going to shuffle up to the desk and kind of stand on my tippy toes and um, take a peek and see if I can see any um, kind of books or scripts or runes carved into the desk. Anything of a kind of erudite magical nature that I would be yeah. interested in. Okay. Uh, there is a, like, it looks like a stone tablet. There's a scroll and there's a book. Oh, I would love to know more about the scroll. Okay. <laughs> are you going to touch it? What are you going to do? Um, I, I have learned from, um, you know, my early studies um, 
that touching scrolls is not always wise. So I'm going to do the best I can to take a look at it and determine what I can about it um, without touching it. Um, it it looks old, although I guess do a do some sort of check. I guess how would Tris approach figuring this out? She has um, magic on the brain, so she would probably do history or arcana. I think. Okay, probably history. Okay, I would say. So go ahead and roll history. Seventeen. Okay. Um, as you were looking looking at that scroll, right? Like you can see, it's it's pretty tightly wound. Um, it looks like. Uh, yeah, there there isn't any any like script on it at all. Um, you can kind of date it though, as you're looking at this versus the tablet versus the book. The scroll looks like it fits with the rest of the decorations and stuff inside of this place. If that makes any sense. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm going to wave charity over and say, "Honey, dear, could you yes. could you come and and see if there's any um, nasty business, any traps here with any of this oh, other geez. stuff." Anything for you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I am I am taking a look around um, and and particularly focused on um, the uh, the desk and the things on the desk. Um, mm-hmm. And then provided I don't find anything particularly interesting there. Um, I'm also going to check out those husks. OK. Uh, yeah. Or when you were you're looking at the desk, you're looking specifically for traps or just anything out of the ordinary. I, I am. I'm specifically looking for traps. Okay. Roll roll your trap finding skills. <laughs> I believe that's a seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah, with a seventeen, um, you you find a pretty like rudimentary trap on the under underside of the desk. It looks like there's like a button that can be pressed from the seating position, um, and that goes sort of out to the front. And there's some sort of like nozzle up there that looks like it might fire off something. Great. Yep. So I will back up, and mm-hmm. uh, and indicate to back up, lean down to where I can see it, and then I'm going to use my mage hand, my my special mage hand, to uh, mm-hmm. to disarm that trap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you disarm it with that that 17 roll initially. Like you you could see the whole thing, right? There's there's just sort of one wire. Mage yep. hand rips that wire out, and deactivates the trap. And then um, um, after I do that, I will um, use keep the mage hand up and um, and lift each of the items off of the desk okay. one at a time okay. um, just to make sure there's nothing else mm. that I didn't pick up. Okay. Which one do you start with? Um, so you said there was a tablet. I might not be able to get that one. It might be too heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, a book and a, and a scroll. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to start with and, the scroll first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Triss had indicated the scroll looks like mm-hmm. something. Um, as your mage hand touches it and begins to lift it, many things happen all at once. <laughs> uh, the tablet and the book um, just burst into flame and go away. The skeleton in front of you begins to reanimate and grow flesh behind you. And the husks in the back, these insects begin to revive as well. Um, Carbuckety, I think as you're looking at the sconces along the walls, that each in turn start to light up going around the room. That's good. I was going to look for a way to turn them on. So you found it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the... My pleasure. And uh, remember, we don't tell them about the book or the tablet. <laughs> <laughs> the skeleton, uh, as it begins to reanimate um, and, and grow back, uh, it also, its garments begin to regrow as well um, on it. And seated in front of you um, is 
is a, a, a person holding a knife to its arm and it's actively bleeding. It looks like it has just cut, cut itself. Um, yeah, actively um, bleeding like that. And then as soon as like the, the, the flesh is sort of creeping up the back, it forms her face and she immediately takes a deep breath. Goes, oh, the spell, it worked. I have so little time. I cut too deep. <clears throat> I managed to bind, bind him out and bind his minions in stone and thread. <sighs> Take the writings. Do not give it to him. Do not give it to him. Whatever you do, ask the page. And she dies. So do we, do we know enough about uh, Namia to imagine that this is Namia? Uh, this is not Namia, right? This is, this is someone else. Yeah, I think if you, let's see, Tim, you were trying to say something, I think, a little, yeah, was, a little bit ago. Uh, okay. I, uh, no, my response would be uh, my warmest smile, okay. of course. And as I'm, uh, now that this is set off anyways, I'm just bringing that scroll to me and mm -hmm. saying, we have no intention of giving him this, none at all. Um, and mm -hmm. we would absolutely give it to the, to, uh, to, to whatever the spider's name is. To the, to the page. To the page. We would ab of course we'll give this to the page. Mm -hmm. That is actually uh, what the page sent us down here to do, okay. to just retrieve it for them. For them. Her, her eyes, like she, she locks eyes with you and like they, they sparkle one last time before she dies. So uh, do we know what pronouns Namia does use with the hymn that she was talking about potentially be Namia? Yes. Yeah. Namia uses a he, him pronouns. Um, yeah. All so right. Well, very, very job accomplished. Yeah. Um, the, uh, as soon as this figure dies as well, those, uh, the beetles on the side like seem to like shake off. It looks like some sort of spell that was put on them. They begin to advance on you. Uh -huh. Um, Char charity, could I could I take a look at that scroll before things get too hot in here? Uh huh. Uh huh. And I'm 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 handing it as I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Let's go back the way right. we came. All right. Everybody, roll for initiative, though. So I'm realizing that Namia is our quest giver, and I actually meant to ask about Namia's master. And oh yeah, Namia's Namia. master. Uh, Namia did not tell you anything about okay. about his master. Um, let's see. Yes, yeah, so you're all going to roll for initiative. Um, give me one second here. I've got y'all here. Um, okay, George got a nine. Thank you. I don't know how you did that. <laughs> Joel got a nineteen. Nineteen. I got an eight. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wait, Charity? Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. All right. So you'll be going first. Um, that's pretty slick. I guess this is an audio medium, so none of you know exactly what happened, but a couple of them were flashing their numbers up on the screen, and it was great. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Tim, Charity is up first, and you said you were dashing uh, out. Were there, with... were there two of us that had 19s? Um, no. I think. Oh. Okay. I had a 17. 
Yeah. Did anyone okay. have a 19? Anyone else? Gemlin. Nope. Okay. Gemlin? Gemlin, you had a 19? Uh, uh, Joel, you're muted if you're saying something. Yes, I had a 19. Okay, all right. Yeah, so Charity and Gemlin, who wants to go first? Uh, yeah, so um, this, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yes, well, I've in this um, whole mess, I've also, uh, well, I've had my short bow equipped already, actually, so for the record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've got a dagger at hand, too. I will, I will, I will go first. Um, okay. So how far am I from these uh, husks, these reanimated beetle husks? Yeah, so these uh, these beetles are probably like, they're large. They're probably like five feet in length or so. Um, they're on the opposite end of the, the door. So you probably have the desk in between you two. Okay. So maybe a good like 15, 15 feet. Well, I'm going to use my uh, that short bow that I've got. Um, <clears throat> as a nice ranged weapon and um, take okay. a shot at them from behind the safety of this desk. All right. I like combat is not my forte. Okay. Roll to hit. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, roll to hit. Yeah, roll to 20. <laughs> uh, that is a one. Okay, that will <laughs> not hit. Um, yeah, I think in in response, actually, you see the the beetle actually like there's a glow that begins to like light up um, inside of its. I don't know. Do beetles have thoraxes? Like kind of like underneath its its little pincers. Sure. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see, Charity. Yeah, I don't have anything. Uh... Okay, so um, again, in this room, the only thing that I could potentially get some cover is the. Um, is that desk in the middle, which yeah. has uh, has my comrade already hiding behind, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that sounds like a that I, I think I'm going to use a human meat shield, um, although he's he's a little too small to to really give full advantage there. But um, I'm going to look at the one on the right, point my finger, say a couple words, and cast uh, True Strike so that I can gain some insight, um, which will just basically give me advantage on my attack next round. Okay. Um, All right. Does it give so, everybody advantage, or is it just you? Uh, for me, it gives okay. me advantage on okay. on my next strike, um, or my I, if I attack in the next round. Um, okay. And uh, but other than that, I am going to. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, as far as uh, bonus action, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're gonna stay put. You're not gonna move anywhere else. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna try and position myself also behind. Behind the, you know, behind the human and the desk. <laughs> okay, all right. Basically, you... I want those between me and the beetles. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I think you're you're probably on the the side with the the skeleton now, dead human, <laughs> uh, behind there. So you probably leap over on the other side. Yeah. Uh, Triss, what are you going to do? So if I were to use my twenty five feet of movement to retreat, um, about mm -hmm. how far would that take me? Would I be fully out of the room or still yeah. kind of moving towards the door? <laughs> Yeah, you could be fully out of the room. All right, I'm going to move towards, I'm going to be right in the doorway, and I'm going to turn around um, and cast Ray of Sickness on the reanimated insect to my left. Okay. Um, just as a point of order, I shouldn't reveal my hand too much, but did you go outside or did you stay inside? I'm going to stay right, just kind of right in the doorway. Um, okay. 
so that I feel that I could kind of at a moment's notice be all right, but um, okay. still staying close enough to be engaged in the combat. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, as you, as you sort of cross into the doorway, like just past the room into that, you hear like a click happen behind you and the whir of machinery. You cast ray of sickness. I do. Okay. Um, it's an 18 to hit. That hits. Roll okay. damage. PD. All right. So it is 12 points of poison damage and it has to make a constitution saving throw. Um, it makes that con saving throw, uh, but it is, I don't know why I rolled that. It died real bad. <laughs> what oh. happens when you hit something? <laughs> what happens when you hit something with that and it, um, it dies? Oh man. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a ray of like greenish energy, right? So I mm-hmm. imagine that it just kind of goes into it and just kind of erupts just a little bit from kind of the back end. And maybe there's mm-hmm. some green, some green okay. ooze. Yeah. Um, as that happens, you see that there's like, as you kind of like tear a hole through the the front of it, you see that there's actually like a flame inside of this thing that like it's put out as that ray of sickness touches it and, and goes out the back of it and this thing dies. And so that light is entirely extinguished. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That light is extinguished. Um, the other beetle though is going to rush towards whoever is in front right now. Did everybody get behind Yipitor? Was that the, the plan? <laughs> I haven't had a chance well, to do anything I, yet. So, I, okay. Yeah. I think it will be. Well, wait, wait, hold on a second. Carbuckety, you were, you were looking at the sconces. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to go for you. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it will scurry around and uh, it's going to, uh, you will see that same glow start to happen from, from inside of it, but it will try to bite you uh, this time. And that is going to be a, uh, an eight. Carbuckety <laughs> <laughs> uh, is too small and uh, panickedly moving out of the way for that to hit. Okay. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it tries to bite at you, and you nimbly step out of the way. Uh, Yipator, what do you do? Yipator rages. Okay. <laughs> and uh, with a great rage, pulls out the battle axe and swings it uh, at the uh, beetle that's still uh, still up and attacking okay. Uh, Carbuckety. Okay. With Roll a nineteen to hit. Yeah, that'll hit the the beetle. With uh, nine plus two damage, so eleven. Okay, uh, you slice that beetle in half. Um, I think as you as you swing through uh, the the flame that's inside of it, though, has like grows larger and begins to consume it. Um, it is it is starting to yeah, it starts to consume the beetle entirely. Um, Carbuckety, what would you like to do? There's a fire in front of you right now. Fire in front of me. Um, a, a beetle-shaped fire. Yes, uh, beetle-shaped, although quickly spreading. Unnaturally okay, so. so. Is it so? It's it's not just like consuming the the husk of the beetle, but is it like spreading to adjacent objects, or is it just growing? Uh, yeah, it looks like it is. Uh, it, there's a lot of like dust in this room, which you know that makes a little bit of sense that it would it would spread to those things. Uh, but it seems like it might even be like burning the stone. Uh, that sounds bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the uh, best thing to do is just retreat at this point. So I'm going to uh, head for the door with Triss. Okay. All right, you run out towards the door. Um, we are we're out of com- combat 
for right now, although we'll just keep this order just in case. I don't know what, what you're going to do, but we'll just keep this exact same order, I think. Um, yes, as you run out the door, uh, Triss, I guess you probably alert them that you heard some sort of mechanical sounds and stuff behind you. Um, yeah, inside the room, as you turn around to look, um, you can see that there are, you can actually see this room now. Those same sort of globes that you saw inside, it looks like there's some um, like along, along like the top edge of the wall as well and it's lighting up this this whole area down here and the giant like metal creatures and stuff have all sort of have taken out their weapons in front of them and are holding them at the ready they're good 50 feet away or so at this point that's what you see right now what are you going to do next fire fire <laughs> So that was back in that was in the previous room, right? The, yeah, the, the previous very, very very large one with the with the grooves and such. Yeah. Um, okay. So and uh, just to be clear, the the book and the tablet both burned up and disappeared, right? Yes. The only thing that remained from the what was on the desk is the spell is the scroll that I have, right? Yeah. There's the 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 body um, that's slumped over the body with the the dagger. It's dropped the dagger probably at some point. Um, when it died, other than the that, dagger just, looks uh, fancy. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay, I will grab the dagger and okay. take it um, okay. with me. I'm okay. always always on the lookout for something new to add to the collection. So, okay. yeah, uh, you grab that dagger. Um, as soon as you touch it, uh, there's a very weird sensation in your hand um, as you're touching it. Uh, it, like there's fire all around you as well. Um, you move your hand sort of to like, go like pocket it or put it away somewhere. And it, there's an after image of your hand that kind of stays in one spot for a second and then catches up. So you put it away. That was so cool. Totally worth it. Doesn't hurt. It just moves there. All, all right, right. What are you all doing? Well, I run. Yeah. <laughs> I think right. Triss is in the, doorway yeah yeah he's right there at the doorway so i turn around and i see that this room is illuminated uh i i see um what charity sees i think right just kind of this <laughs> yeah. room and that the the statues have definitely moved and seem to have more of a defensive uh more active stance kind of yeah all right, all right well i'm gonna point that out and say i don't think they've attacked us yet but keep an eye on them they're uh they're they're aware of us mm-hmm um, yeah, as you say that, like as you take a, take a beat to say that, um, you can see that the like there's like this rumble that starts to happen from either end of of the room, like either side of the room, and the walls themselves start to like come in. Oh boy! Does it look like they're uh, from where we can see that they're following those grooves? Oh yeah. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I think Who, we're uh, ready for it, right? I, you know. Yeah. I like uh, Let's plan. see. The, the, the rogues among you, um, right, yes. like, you're probably doing some quick calculations and stuff. Uh-huh. You two could get across. Yes. All right. Um, um, and our friends, yeah. And they, and they could not? Probably not. is pretty handy yeah um so yeah what i'd like to do is i want you to, to decide on your approach for getting across this room 
and then we're going to do a kind of a series of roles. We'll, we'll narrate like the things that you're going to try in order to get across the room. And as long as you get like three successes, it'll be sort of like a, a death saving throw um, <laughs> concept here. You can call All right, it so what's, what's your approach? What was that? <laughs> you can call it a clock if you like. Yeah, it's a clock. <laughs> So for the the three um, the three of you are any of you um, faster <laughs> than the other? Twenty five. What, what feet. is I? Twenty five huh? feet. Well, twenty five. Twenty five. You're you're a half orc. You're strong. Yeah, but I can't carry two of you and keep my speed up. Yeah. Can you throw us though? That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is uh, maybe a for no, our, our magic users, is there anything that they could do? Yeah, for, for our magic users, is there anything that they can do to, to try and speed this up or to uh, try and slow down this crush? I have Misty Step, but I don't know that I can bring anyone with me. I think that might just be for myself. Um... I wonder if there's any magic that can uh, freeze or slow down in some way the, the walls or create a... do a trash compactor uh, type stop here with a mm-hmm. anyone have an immovable rod <laughs> <laughs> a penny placed in the right spot <laughs> stop this whole thing. well i mean i i do have a thousand ball bearings i could throw them into the groups <laughs> okay i like this this is okay so you're, you're getting somewhere this is a, a plausible idea <laughs> if yeah. you want to pursue the ball bearings idea you could I, I think ball bearings is a last resort idea. I think okay. we need something a little better than that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so a thousand feet of, uh, of elven rope that you said, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, not have that. Just one little yank and you all fly across. <laughs> yeah. Um, so are the, um, the, the things on the side, where were they? Um, These... Uh, met, metagaming wise, like you would, you would recognize them as um, some sort of robot automatons. Uh, like, yes. yeah. Are they and they're they're moving along with the walls, mm-hmm. like they're closing in on us as well. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if anyone could uh, cast some spell that would knock them down to uh, keep them stop these walls. So I have um, Artificer's Lore, which gives me um, insight into historical, magical tinker items. Could I see if I am able to determine anything about the function of these statues Mm -hmm. and whether we are able to activate that function? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to roll. Oh, I I also have Artificer's Lore as a fellow rock gnome, which is weird for a barbarian. But that's... (laughs) You know, that's why Yen Pator is so frustrated with magic because uh, he knows so much. He, he grew up around all these people building all these cool things, and he knows how it works. He just hates the like. It, it's it's just a, a sore spot growing up, but <laughs> okay. it absolutely like can can help out with okay. Uh, Yimpator, right now we need it to not work. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is actually Yimpator's specialty. Okay. All right. Yeah. So uh roll roll advantage then, I guess, Jess, you started. 
you started this. The Impetor will step in and like have an opinion. <laughs> Same thing twice. Um, 26. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I thought you said two earlier. So I was like, okay, well. Oh, no. That's sorry. Bad. All right. We'll count this as your first success. Uh, with mm-hmm. this first success, right, you can see that these, these automatons, right, are like not like a known model, although you're not surprised to see, see this sort of thing. Um, they, uh, you can see that they, they too are on tracks as well. And it looks like they can kind of move up and down the wall, um, as well. Um, and you can also tell probably just from looking at this, like where their weak point is, you know, it's like this flashing red spot. Like, how did you not see it? Right. (laughs) Like there's a weak point that if you were to hit that, it would probably take them out and maybe gum up the works in some way. Okay. Um, I'm gonna shout this out um, and and say I I think I think we could maybe kind of stopper this up. Um, go hit the red belly button on each of the statues. I think it might bring them down. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's is absolutely running to hit the, the statues. Okay. <laughs> All right. So as Yinkator rushes in, what else do you want to try? Well, Gemlin wants to uh, try his uh, bow again and see if he can hit it from afar rather than try and rush in. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to yeah. count that as sort of like the, the same, the same idea. We'll roll yeah, for sure. those in a second. Yep. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be assisting with that. I mean, I can okay. pull out my short bow and, and, yeah. and try and knock a shot off too. Okay. Uh, what would Carbuckety be doing in this situation? Do you have anything? Um, Carbuckety would like to summon an unseen servant okay. in, in hopes of having it uh, go and just poke the the button or the weak spot. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, I think you do that. Like this this, this um, unseen servant sort of emerges uh, out of the ground right in front of it. And you see it like quickly manipulate like this, this one spot and it shuts down this thing entirely. It doesn't like make it fall over and get crushed or anything like that but it does deactivate it um it's holding uh this one's actually holding like two small hand axes and it drops both of them Mm. and those are like slowly about to get sucked under under the wall we're gonna try the ball bearings uh well obviously but um but what about what about um, the all the attack actions? Um, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess we, let's resolve those. We can we can do all that. Um, yeah, go ahead and just roll roll. Uh, everybody roll an attack roll. Who's going to try to do that? So you've taken out like one of these things. Like I said, there's three on each wall. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. You you. You managed to hit one of them, and I think um, you hit like a gear in particular that like that wrenches it off the wall, and it just falls on the ground, and like underneath the the wall that's coming. I got a twenty-five. Okay. Yep. Same thing. I guess are you stabbing it? What do you? Do? Uh, no, I short bow. Oh, short bow. Yeah. Think like yeah, quite a shot. <laughs> falls down. Uh, three. Three. Uh, with short bow. Yes, with a short okay, yeah, uh, it goes wide and sort of like pings off one of the walls, <laughs> bounces and like cracks one of the sconces up at the ceiling, <laughs> shatters in a, <laughs> a bunch of sparks. Uh, not sparks, actually. Yeah, so it shatters and there's like this magical like kind of like dissipation. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, what else do you want to try? 
Yeah, I'm definitely doing that. The, I've got okay. a thousand ball bearings. Yeah, so I'm just like, taking a handful and just throwing them okay. into the into the grooves in one direction and a handful and throwing them into the grooves in the opposite direction. Okay. Just want to gum it up as much as possible. All right. Roll a ball bearing strike. Um, just, ball yeah, bearing roll, strike? Roll a d20 and let's call this a sleight of hand check. Uh, oh, sleight of hand. Fantastic. I, that would be a 28. Uh, yeah with a 28 you throw like the exact amount for each of the grooves and they all go underneath at the exact same time <laughs> no um i think you do actually hear this kind of like crunching and the like one of the walls actually starts to like like come in from the top a little bit looks like it starts to rock and they are slowing down at this point right, you need one more success if you're gonna be able to just walk across this thing it is slowed down enough that you might be able to make it too if you want to just run, although I'll have you make some sort of athletics check. Yenpator gets an idea f from what happened to him earlier and starts yelling, Hey, spider! Spider, there's a fire down here! Spider! Hey, spider! <laughs> as loud, like, twice as loud as he was yelling across the library when he got shushed. Nothing happens. Mm. I did roll. Just want you to know I did roll. <laughs> you gonna run for it? You gonna try something else clever? How many are still? So how many of those um, automatons are still standing? There's only two of them, and I would say at this point, right, they're kind of like whirring and spinning. They're like, you know, one has one has a, a sword, another one has two daggers, and they're just kind of like spinning around like this, <laughs> their arms waving wildly as as the walls are still coming in. I'm good with running for it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Everybody make uh, it. What was that? And Yimpator, he's got his shield up above the other uh, short folk. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, as a as a uh, as a rogue, we have you know we could we could dash as an action and as a bonus action, right? You know, yeah. because of our cunning. Um, yes, yes. You two can handily make it across, and you could even do one other thing if you wanted to. So if you wanted to make it a little bit easier on them, you could maybe try to disable the last two. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a short bow and, and, you know, tell them, remember me, the bravest <laughs> of all. Go, save yourselves, knowing that I can easily make it if I have to. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna roll my eyes, but do basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you'll kind of mumble the same speech. Right? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, but, but roll your roll your attacks. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah. Charity. Eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, the seventeen uh, manages to take out like the the one on the far side. So you have like one clear wall. Um, and then the the eight misses. So there's there's one automaton swinging a sword on the right hand side that's that's coming in. Um, this is the one that is closest to the door that you're running towards. Everybody making a run for it? Yep. Although is um Tris, you're misty stepping? Well, so my thought was that I could 
um, use my movement, use my action to dash, and then Misty steps a bonus action, and then okay. kind of slip out the other side, kind of right past the automaton that remains, would be my okay. hope. All right. Yeah, uh, so I think uh, you don't need to roll like that. That's totally fine. The rogues can make it, no problem. So Yipator and Carbuckety, tell me how you're going to do this, or just uh, you're just going to go full out. Yipator is actually trying to, like, lead Carbuckety with his shield and try and, mm-hmm. like, almost like doing combat with this except with the shield to try and hit it and and just like get us through that okay yeah that's great um yeah i will give you this plan you fully back it (laughs) yeah carbuckety's just like yeah yeah um, i'll give you both advantage on that for the the shield play so good make your um athletics check well i don't know this creature you gotta make sure i don't have any good athletics anything uh five for carbuckety with with advantage oh no okay uh 12 with advantage okay that's good all right 14 okay um you both managed to slip uh past i think carbuckety you can feel like there's a glancing blow off the shield that sort of just wishes past and probably gives you a, a bit of a close haircut <laughs> as you're going um yeah and you make it through the the walls come together and and crush all the automatons sort of directly you know like in between them and stop just like i said like a foot foot away or so there's just metal kind of going up like that uh you are you you also behind you you can feel some heat coming it looks like the fire from back behind you has started to spread through this trash compactor down the very narrow, um, narrow path that you've left it. Um, of course, it can mo- go much quicker now that it has a direct path towards you. There's the spiral staircase in front of you. Continue plan run. Yeah, keep scurrying up the stairs, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right, you scurry up the stairs. Um, whipping around the stairs as you go and you go and you go. Who, let's see, who got, I guess, who was up front? We probably um, for the rogues, yeah. running up the, in the order that we arrived at the okay. uh, doorway. Yeah, yeah. So the <laughs> the rogues. Um, let's see. Yeah, Gemlin. Um, as you emerge at the top, uh, at the top of the stairs, uh, you can see that this this place is lit up a little bit. And in front of you, like pretty close, are these two large creatures standing up that are covered in tile. Wish we saw. Uh. That. <laughs> they are mad <laughs> uh, you can see actually as you look there's like these these humanoid faces on the front of them with these gross teeth and they both snarl at you as you come up and say well you're not who I was expecting but you'll do <laughs> how close am I to them uh, there's probably, uh, I mean, they're where you left them on the floor. So probably like five sure. or so feet away. Like there's enough for you to slip in and then you could all fan out if you wanted to. Or you tell me, we're going to go back into combat now at this point, And we'll start with you, Gemlin. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to I'm gonna um, do my best to put some distance between me and them. Um, I'm going to run... To the right or to the left, I, I can't tell which which direction would give me more distance. Um, 
it's to, pretty to run. Even at this point. But okay. This was a, well, a gonna, square square room as Yipitor described it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna break to the left then. Okay. Just see about getting some distance. Okay. Yeah, you can probably do that and um yeah, just just dash. Do you want to go to the far end or are you staying in the room? What's what's your plan? I wanna stay in the room. Um my hope is that if I can um, be behind them, then I can start taking pot shots from at at the back, which okay. is kind of my specialty. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can you can get over there, and I think you can probably take a shot, right? Like you have your dash. Or you can take your full movement, your dash, and then. I've taken care of the, the line of my arrow is not is not back into the doorway that I just came out of where my party is. So yeah. I'm kind of okay. aiming cross, like maybe crossways. But okay. yes, I would like to take a shot. At the all right. Point. All right. uh, that's a 19. That'll hit. Yeah. damage. Uh, well, where's my damage? Uh, where is my damage? <laughs> What's your charity? Do you have the damage handy for a short bow? Uh, yeah, for a short bow is d6 plus whatever your oh, yeah. dex modifier is. Uh, my dex is two none, <laughs> so decent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four. Yeah. All right, you do four points of damage. Um, as you you do that, like it it like it hits the back of this thing and knocks some of the tiles off off of it, and you can see that it has like this uh, like almost looks like tiger skin below that. Um, Charity, you are up. Uh, yeah, so he went in and broke to the left. I'm going in, breaking to the right. Um, okay. I'm going to move as far as I can. Um, sort of uh, what I what I my intention is. I'm going to move, and I am going to turn to the one that he just hit, and I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on it. <laughs> okay. And um, and then I will use my remaining movement because I, I that is a 60 foot range. So I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on that one. Um, and then I will continue uh, trying to spread out. Since we're a team, we've done this before. I know we're fanning out to create lines of crossfire, okay. and uh, so I so I follow his lead. Okay. And uh, so he needs or it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. What is toll the dead? Um, so I, I point at this creature in range, and in its mind, it hears me reciting. Um, the the bells, the the tintinabulations of the bells, and yeah. uh, and it it must make this wisdom saving throw, or it's going to take some necrotic damage. Um, it has not made that throw. So as it is listening to this, uh, it it begins to I guess what feel feel bad about itself. <laughs> about uh, its... <laughs> yes, it it, yeah. it it starts to contemplate its own existence okay. and realize the futility of life. Okay. All right. Roll your damage. Uh, did it do the wisdom save? Yeah, it did not pass it. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I need to know what your the save oh, was. Okay. Yeah, and and since it has hit points missing already, it takes one d twelve. So, okay. um, that's nine points of necrotic damage. All right. And then um, I'll use my remaining movement, um, you know, to to get as far over, and then I'll bonus action hide behind one of those tapestries that remains. Okay. Yeah. So um, my um, my roll for that is a twenty-five. Yeah, that'll be plenty, and they're not even facing you too, so it's, it's pretty easy. 
Cool. I mean, one one is depressed, and another one is not looking at you. So uh, the enemy's turns though are next. Um, they uh, whip around. They don't see anything behind them. Um, well, I guess let's see. You're all kind of in a jumble up front. I think one will advance towards the door. Uh, and who is next in order up there? I think that was Misty Step Triss. Yeah, in initiative and also in running, I think is me. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you were up. Yeah, you're up before the enemies, right? So yeah, go go ahead. Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. Um, then I am going to draw myself to my full height of two foot eleven inches. Okay. And I'm going to take my water bottle out and pour it on my hand, and then clap my hands together and cast ice knife. Um, and so I'm going to try to throw an ice knife at the creature on the left. Okay. Um, and that is an 18 to hit. Okay. Okay. So it takes, um, three points of piercing damage. Um, but then the shard, uh, the ice shard explodes and the target and a creature within five feet of it, um, must save on a deck saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. So I don't know if the other monster is within that five feet. Um, but. Okay. So the first one, the one you hit passes, the other one does not. Okay. Deck save of 14. So. Um, so that is seven points of cold damage to the one who fails. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I think as the ice spike goes through, right, the same thing, like, um, some of that mosaic sort of like peels off as it goes into it, like it shatters and chips away. And then the ice shard goes and hits the other one slams and, and more of it goes flying. Um, are you standing in the doorway? Are you going to move elsewhere? Oh God, I am going to try to move, but they are, they are rather solidly in the middle. Um, I'm going to try to move to the right and, okay. uh, I'm not a rogue. Can I try to hide inelegantly? <laughs> yeah, you can try to, I think you can try to hide as on your turn. Okay. Although no, oh, cause that'd be your movement. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I'm no. just going to move to the right then my 25 feet okay. and try to look small. Okay. <laughs> Smaller. Um, yeah. The uh, so one is going to uh, probably actually come after you, right? Like you're the the one that's closest. Sure. So it will it'll get up in your face in the corner, even though you are tiny, um, and it will try to bite you. That's going to be fifteen to hit. Ah, that just hits. Okay. And it's going to do thirteen piercing damage. you gotcha you. Uh, the other one is going to come up uh who carbuckety and yipator who was up front uh yipator was to uh He's to, got to do that shield run okay. uh yeah. it's going to try to claw you um it will be a 19 to hit that hits okay yep and that will be nine slashing damage. I think it just managed with a claw just to kind of get past and and slash at you. Um, and it is also like now directly in the, like it is advanced, right? So it's blocking you from from getting out of that stairwell. Uh, Yipitor, you're up though. It sounds like I don't have, can't can't get anywhere without going through this. Uh, Yipitor uh, lets out a mighty gnome roar as he as it he rages. 
And uh, especially because he looks around and sees Charity has ditched them all. She's not in the room. Like, typical coward! (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, wields his uh, mighty battle battle axe. um, And uh, attacks this creature in, in front of him. Uh, for a 19 to hit. That'll hit. And then... Uh, 8 damage. 8 damage. You swing, you slice its face. 6 slashing and 2 melee. Okay. Yeah, uh, you slice its face and I think it snarls back at you. It's a good day to die. Um, Carbuckety. Uh, Carbuckety will... Uh, kind of bottled up in the, the staircase yeah. behind uh, Yimpator, uh, match the gnome's small but mighty brute force with magical force and cast okay. Eldritch Blast at the creature. Yeah. So it's a ranged spell attack. Um, ooh, that's good. Uh, 21 to hit. Yeah, I'll hit. <laughs> uh, for only three damage, though. Force damage. Okay. All right. Um, we'll hit it. I think that reminds it of the Toll of the Dead from earlier and does not like it. It shakes a little bit as that hits it and like more of the tiles go flying. Um, Joel, we are back up to Gemlin. You are off in the corner. Um, let's see. Triss is backed into a corner by one of these and two of your other compatriots are pulled up in the doorway. Um, and they're both still standing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to... Um... Just keep doing what has worked so far and take a take another shot with my, my bow at um the one that's closer to me, which is, I don't think is the one that is cornering Triss. No, right? yeah, that's the that's the opposite one. Yeah. So yeah, the one closer the to one, me. The one at the doorway. Yeah. Alright. Oh, come on. It's on the ground. <laughs> what do I do? Just uh, re roll it. <laughs> re roll, alright. Yeah. Try and contain it. Ten. Ten. Uh, with a ten, uh, that misses. Goes yeah. a little wide. Um, are you going to move or do anything else? Um, no, I don't think I am. Um, I don't think I have much in the way of inspiration at this point for what else I can do except keep, keep throwing arrows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Charity, you are hidden behind a tapestry. Um, yeah, I am hidden, so I am going to uh, to take a take a shot from my hidden location, exposing myself, um, but uh, giving advantage on the roll. Correct. Yep. And uh, that'll be a twenty-four, which I'm guessing yep. hits. Yeah, that'll hit. Are you attacking the one at the doorway or the one that has Triss cornered? It's the one at the. Uh, it's the one that has uh, the, the one that was on the right that has them pinned into the doorway. Correct. Um. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. And um, since I had advantage on it, that gives me sneak attack. So that'll be ugh, crap. Um, 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then um, is there anything else other than the remaining tapestries that I could hide behind in this room? I mean, there's the doorway out. Yeah. I, that's obviously my first thought. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I recognize that, you know, I'm better with them than without them for now, I suppose. So, yeah. um, I, if you're I looking will... around for places to hide, I think the other thing of note is that the, like the mosaic, right? Like is, is covering the ground still like where the, the beasts were on the ground. Like, mm -hmm. it's just like those tiles have been pulled up. It's not like there's a hole where they were underneath or anything like that. It's just like those tiles themselves are, are out and mm -hmm. it's just floor right there. Okay. Um, All right. Um, I am going to move uh, close enough so that I, I, I want to be about 30 feet away from them in case I decide to come in and do a little bit of melee action if I get okay. another. So, right. um, and if there's a tapestry nearby, I will use my bonus action yeah. to hide behind it. Yeah, um, you can probably just like, yeah, hide behind the, the next ones that are closer. Oh, that one might not be successful. Um, that's a 16 to hide. Um, Against their passive perception, or if you want to roll perception. Yeah, no, that'll work. Yeah. They're not super perceptive, so that'll work. Um, Tris, you're cornered. I am. Um, I am going to use my action to cast Ray of Sickness once more. Okay. Um, scrolling to find that one there. So, range spell attack against the creature, even though it's not so ranged. That's a 17 plus 6. <laughs> um so that's 2d8 um eight points of poison damage and then they have to make a constitution saving throw dc 14 okay mm. they do not pass okay so then it is also poisoned until the end of my next turn okay um and then i can use my bonus action to cast misty step and gtfo Nice. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to use my uh, motion or my uh, movement to do 25 feet towards the opposite door. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with Misty Step and with your movement, you can get to that other doorway. I am going to shoop, right around on the inside and just peek one eyeball out back around to watch what's going on. Yeah. I think that uh, the the um, the beast in front of you like is like about to like bite and like you're gone. <laughs> it's very. Very sad about that. It will uh, like whirl around, like looking for like anything else that it can do. Um, it doesn't see Charity, right? But it sees uh, <laughs> sees Gemlin on the far wall, right? So you're you're like opposite it at this point, right? On the other end, um, you see it raise its tail behind it and like flick, and then and then these spikes come streaming out directly towards you. It's gonna be a ten to hit. Probably won't, but... Uh, no, it won't. Okay. Yeah, the spikes uh, go past you and, like, tear up the tapestry along that back wall um, and just, like, rip it to shreds, and it, it falls. Uh, and then it's going to... It'll start to run sort of towards you and make it to the center of the room. At that point. All right, the other one is in the doorway facing Yipitor. Um, it's going to bite at you twice. Uh, first one will be 20. If that hits. Yep. The other one will miss. So it's going to bite at you once, and it will do six points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Yipator, you're up, though. Obviously, that sends Yipator into a frenzy as a bonus <laughs> action. Okay. 
Tasmanian devil gnome. <laughs> and um, which I cannot use a second attack or bonus action attack because I use my bonus action to frenzy this mm-hmm. turn, but um, in future turns I can. I get a second attack as a bonus action. But for this time, I'm going to swing that battle axe. Okay. Uh, and it is a dirty 20 to hit. All right. And uh, does 10 points slashing damage, 2 points melee damage. Okay. Um, it is looking pretty wounded. It's bloody, bloodied and slashed. Um, Jess, real quick, the other one was poisoned. What what happens on its turn? I forgot to roll for that. It has the poisoned condition, which I will look up for you right now. Okay, thank you. Oh, um, I was raged, and I got was that piercing damage? Yeah, I have resistance to piercing damage in a rage. Uh, so the think... bite was piercing. Yeah, so. So what does that do for me? Uh, uh, take the half damage. So okay, so only three damage yeah. instead of six. Feels like it's biting into rock. Um, let's see. We'll figure out what poison is. Thank you for looking that up, Jess. Uh, Carbuckety, you're up. So Carbuckety is alarmed by the ferocity of this thing's attack and tempted yeah. to follow Triss with his own misty step, but he's. Uh, he can't abandon Yinpator yet, okay. so he will uh, repeat his his approach of you know summoning a ball of force and hurling it at the uh, the creature in front of him for another okay. Eldritch Blast. Um, it's an eighteen to hit. Yep, that'll hit for seven damage this time. Ooh, nice. Uh, what happens when something dies from an Eldritch, Eldritch Blast? Um, it's just a uh, yeah beam of force that blasts into it and, and rips apart its you know, molecular structure. Okay. Uh, so it's got a little like disintegration bits in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it like it disintegrates in the remaining like mosaic tiles sort of fall, fall off of it onto the ground in front of Yipator. Um Yipator, I think that kind of like went over your shoulder or something. Right? So this thing just evaporates in front of you. Uh, the other thing that happens on Carbuckety's turn, um, you start to feel some heat coming from behind you up the stairs. Um, you gotta go. Yeah. So you, po- uh, yeah real poison. quick, poisoned means it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. Good to know. All right. I don't think it used any. I think it, well, I think it tried to, but it didn't hit. So. Um, okay, there's one of these things left. It's sort of it's in the middle of the room. It's taken 12 points of damage and is poisoned. At this point, um, Carbuckety has just felt the heat uh, from a fire behind him. Gemlin, you are up. This thing has just also shot some some tail spikes at you. Yeah, Gemlin um, was not sure what he was doing trying to get into combat this last time. It's, it's not really his thing, so he's going to hightail it to, to that same door okay. the other end of the room. Um, um, yeah, you can, you can, you're over there sort of at this point, so you can get there and you could even get up the steps and out okay. at this point if you wanted to use your dash. Um, where are my, uh, compatriots? Remind me of their relative positions to me. Um, uh, so let's see, uh, Triss is in the doorway yep. right now, so you'd have to, you'd have to push past her <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Uh, let's see, Carbuckety and Yipator are in the opposite doorway and no one's seen Charity. 
Mm, yes, that is mysterious where charity went. Um, if I if I um, sort of remove myself towards that door, can I um, and I don't use my dash? Can I take one more shot at this thing from where I am? Yeah, you can like get yeah. past Triss or in front of her. I would, you... I would want not to. I would. I'm smart enough not to take a shot from behind her. Um, okay. I want to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Towards... Yeah. So you can probably. Yeah. You can get in front and then. Um, yeah. So it's it's in the middle of the room. You can yeah. get a quick shot at it. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I'd like to do okay. here. Uh, it's an eighteen. That'll hit. Four. Let's see. Four. Four points of damage. Yep. Okay. You hit it. Tiles go flying. Charities is up. Uh, you're right, so muted, have, um, Just this one uh, left in the middle of the room. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I know, I know these guys are going to blame me unless I do something really amazing. So <laughs> I just drop my short bow. And as I'm running towards this thing, I'm pulling out my two short swords, Lursa and Bator. Mm -hmm. And I'm running in and melee attacking with my both my strong hand and my offhand. Okay. All right. Um, so the first one. And you said with, with poison, does it does it take like do you, does he get advantage on these? Or does she get advantage on these? Um no, so the creature has disadvantage when it um attacks oh, or does an ability check, but he doesn't okay. have advantage on the attack. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, um, yeah, the first one definitely misses. Um, okay. It's a ten, right? So. Like okay. That. Yeah, just just misses. Uh, and the second one's a thirteen. Okay. Yeah, uh, that also misses. Although it looks very cool. You see, charities are emerge from behind the tapestry, just like screaming and running and like whirling all these these swords. And I think like all you see is there's some like tile that goes. And it totally fails. So bonus action. Um, uh, I think I would have used all my movement to get to it. Bonus action, yeah. dash towards the door. Okay, all right. So yeah, you can make uh, you can make it like sort of right in front of where uh, Gemlin and Triss are hanging out. Uh, Triss, Triss, you have just seen Charity like swing wildly at this thing, not seem to do much, and then run towards you. Oh, well, I'm gonna step out of the way so when she comes running through, she's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pat her on the shoulder and be like, "It's all right, dear. It, it just it happens sometimes, you know." Um, and I am going to kind of like lean around her, um, and how, uh, and I'm going to cast firebolts, I think, okay. at the, the remaining creature. So, mm -hmm. so you've got, um, the creatures in the middle of the room and then on the far end you have Yipitor and Carbuckety are hanging out in the other doorway. So I don't yeah, know, does I'm firebolt gonna... keep going? <laughs> um, it's a ranged spell attack. So okay. I think... You have some it, control. Yes, except that I rolled a two. Um, so <laughs> for a total of eight. So I think that perhaps it goes wide and they better duck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it like, yeah, it, it probably rips more of those tapestries off. Uh, it rips off some of the ones that had teamwork cross-stitch. <laughs> fluttering down. <laughs> um, yeah, they saw me on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's the enemy's turn. Um, it will, it's going to... Uh, yeah, it's going to do a couple things, actually. Like, in a rage after seeing its, its compatriot go down, uh, the first thing that will happen is uh, tail spikes are going to come towards you, Triss. Um, that's going to be a uh, 14 it, to hit. Was 
was that it? just hits. Wait, are you are you, you in between? Am I not? Am I not in front of her? Oh. Did you? Well, okay. So, Tris, you mentioned you did you step around Charity, or did you just go like? I guess in my head I was thinking I was kind of like leaning around. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Then, then it's going to come at Charity then. It's, okay. It's and it it attacks with disadvantage because it's poisoned. Okay. Oh, it's still poisoned on its turn. Oh nope. To the end of my turn, it's not. Yeah, I apologize. So. Okay, so the first one was a 14, though, against Charity's AC. Yeah, so no problem. 15 AC. So. Okay. Yeah, uh, so some spikes come at you. I think just go uh, just go wide. Um, or actually probably, like, hit some of your armor and, and fall off. Uh, then it does sort of... It does gallop towards you, though, um, and is going to bite and claw at you. So the bite will be 15. Uh, I cast shield. Okay. Shield comes up. Hits a magical shield. And then the claw comes at you with a 20. Which will just 30, hit with 30, shield. Oh. 30, 20, okay. Yeah. Uh, the claw will rend through the shield and do eight points of slashing damage. Got it. Okay. Um, all right. Yipitor, um, you can start to feel some heat behind you. Um, Carbucket, you can feel this too. Um, and actually see some light coming up that very dark stairwell. Mm-hmm. The Yimpator's turn? Yep. Uh, Yimpator yells, the fire's still coming! And runs at the creature for a Great Axe attack. Yep. Uh, uh, was, on... I said Great Axe. I was wielding the Battle Axe, which is, so I'm not switching weapons. I'm just okay. mixing up uh, the crew. It's, it's on the far end of the room at this point, um, oh. so like you would have to dash to get over there um, with mm. your little, little cute little legs. So um, I will dash, and then um, I am in a frenzy, so I can use a bonus action uh, to attack. Uh, uh, you can you can make You're a like single melee and frenzied. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to be. I, I don't know. I don't play barbarians very much, but okay. I'm I, I'm all sorts of mad. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna dash and then use my bonus action to attack with the battle axe. Okay. That's and that is a twenty-one to hit. That'll hit handily for um, nine slashing damage and two melee damage, so 11. Oh, okay. All right, you managed to swing at it quite hard. I think you sever its tail off. Um, so this tail gets severed off, although like the spikes kind of go like clattering on the stone um, off of it. Let's see. Carbuckety, what would you like to do? Say it is still uh, up and kicking. Yes. Although tailless, just screamed. I, I I will follow um, my friend and not be the the last one standing in the fire's way and um, give it one more eldritch blast on the way. So, okay. Um, Seventeen to hit for two damage. Yep. All right. You hit it with the eldritch blast from behind. Are you you're just running up like directly behind? Well, I've still got a uh, still. Have Yimpator in between me and okay, and yeah. the monster. Because right. so, cool. you didn't you didn't dash, so you didn't make it all the way up to it, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're you're halfway into the room. Um, 
Gemlin, I think, like, looking past, you can start to see some flames licking out of the, the far doorway that Kerbuckety has just ran ran away from. Um, and the uh, the beast is still alive and standing. So I think what I'd, what I'd like to do is, you know, I was inspired by the ball bearings earlier. I want to try and use those to um, okay. get it off its feet. I figure it's got no tail. It's off balance already. It's maybe got some tile, so it maybe doesn't have the best grip. So I'm going to... I'm going to grab a handful from the bag and just kind of sling them underneath to, to, to get it uh, okay. to throw it off. What's your uh, dexterity? <laughs> uh, 11. No. Okay. Yeah. 11. Although, well, let's see. Do I have anything that I could say? No. It, let's it doesn't matter. It rolled very, very poorly. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, these, uh, these ball bearings, I think, go, go underneath. It. I think it's probably pawing at the ground in like a menacing fashion as these these go underneath it and it begins to slip and it falls prone. Like uh, yeah. excellent. Okay. Um well I have one other thing that I can do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um I think I'm gonna um retreat uh further up these stairs and get just get get away from this room okay yeah uh (laughs) as you go you go up the stairs uh you you get to sort of like the where the door is that one-way glass Uh is uh as you look through you can see uh nemia is standing right there Mm. looking are you doing anything else or are you just getting up there um i'm gonna i'm gonna shout to my my companions who i who i see but um okay but no i'm not i'm not doing anything else okay uh she does not look like or he doesn't look like he hears you at all okay anemia on the other side so um all right charity you're up there's a yeah so with this thing directly in front of me um Mm -hmm. and it's prone right so with advantage i can attack yeah yeah so uh so attacking first with lursa That'll be a, I think that's a 21 to hit. And uh, since I have an advantage and I have a friend within five feet of him, I should have sneak attack on this. Yes. So that is 16 points of slashing damage. And then my offhand attack will be a um, a 20 to hit. Yep. And that one only does... Oh, that's not bad. Uh, another six points of slashing damage. Okay. All right. You right? slash at it with your two two short swords. Uh, it, it, like, grimaces and smiles back at you. This ugly, ugly smile um, as it takes both of those slashes to itself. Tris, you are up. There's a... Uh, and then... Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, you still got Bonus a Bonus action, disengage. Yeah. And get as far up into the exit as I can. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can also get up there. I think you you see as you're you're running up there exactly what Gemlin told you. Nemia is on the other side. Because is it too big to fit through the the stairwell up? Um. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, that could solve a hard. lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, it would solve a lot of problems. Um, it is. It could make it up there. It's not going to be able to easily make it up there. It would be slowed down. Okay. Although at this point, I'd have to stand up first. So, uh, Jess, Tris is up. Okay. 
Tris is up. Charity has the scroll in her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, as Charity runs past, um, I'm going to reach out and um, tap her. Um, well, I can't reach very high, so probably like smack her on the back of the calf. Yeah. And um, if she's willing, make her invisible, um, which lasts for one hour. Are you... Uh, I am most definitely willing to be invisible. Yeah. I mean, not just for what's about to happen, but for the next hour, it's going to be an interesting hour. Yeah, yeah. I'd say um, consider the warning we heard and, and consider that scroll carefully and smack Charity uh, on the back of the calf. So Nice. Okay. Uh, and then I am also going to um, turn around and run towards the stairs. Okay. All right, you run. Are you exiting or are you just getting up to the top? I'm going to go as far as I can go. Okay. All right, a couple of you are clumped up there then. Uh, Yimpator. Yimpator is going to um, edge around this fallen beast, making sure that there is room for Carbuckety to get by. Um, <laughs> so it get b- between the stairwell and the beast so, so that he can get away, but um, also it's going to keep wailing on the beast okay. while uh, Carbuckety is still in the room. So, going to do a um, battle axe attack. And uh, do I have an advantage because yes. it's prone? Yeah, yeah, you do. Okay, so um, 16 to hit. That'll hit. And 13 damage. Ooh, okay. And then, uh, as my bonus action, I would also like to do a melee attack. Okay. With advantage, I assume? Yep. Uh, 24. Uh, well, let me see if I get a natural 20. No, uh, 24. Thank you for checking on that. For uh, 12 damage. Okay. Um, what happens when you kill this thing? So um, this this uh, whirling dervish of a gnome uh, is it's screaming out and just... Um, buries this axe that's almost as big as him right in in the chest of this creature which goes limp and the tiles clatter to the floor <laughs> yes it does yeah i think it, it gives one last sort of grunt as it dies um down there uh the bodies don't disappear or anything like that they they stay they stay in place um we are out of combat at this point but the the fire is just starting to lick um at the top of the the stairs and is coming into this room what do you do well i'm gonna run i can take a hint i'll uh yeah i'll head across and up the stairs and and wonder why my companions are all bunched up at the top rather than just leaving yeah I think um, as you get up there, charity. So, yeah, um, charity's gone. Uh, You also see Nemia over there. Charity is gone. Uh, Yeah, tell me what's the plan. And are we able to exit? Like, I I would definitely try to keep going. Um, Oh, you'd keep going. Yeah, uh, you as you run. Like, I mean, are you just going to run full sprint? Like, what's what's your approach for exiting? Well, now that the creature's dead, it's just the fire that's coming, right? Yeah. And we're bunched up there. I, I, I don't know. What about the rest of you? I, I would assume that, you know, we're, we want to get away from the fire, so. Well, Charity, you're invisible, yeah? 
Yeah. So you you might be a good person to see if we can actually exit. Um, we're kind of cautious of this Nemia character yeah. at this point. So yeah, I, I would definitely want to get to the. You, can you can you describe what it looks like when we get to the 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 doorway? Yeah, yeah you get up and it's like. Uh, it's like this slightly transparent, like it still looks like stone and it looks like you're looking through the full amount of stone, but you can see through it. Yep. On the other side, Nemia is sort of standing there looking into the, the stairwell, right? But like not at anything in particular, okay. right? Just sort of like um, glancing through. If I try and push my hand through, does it go mm -hmm. through? Yeah, okay. no problem. Yeah, I want to, um, I, I, I want to get in. I, I, I want to, okay. you know, so Nemia is blocking it. Or can I sneak? Yeah, Nemia is blocking it. Are you trying to sneak sneak past? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Roll a stealth check. Sure. Can I have advantage because I'm invisible? Yes, you do have advantage because <laughs> you're invisible. <laughs> oh, that's way better. Okay, so that'll be uh, uh, so a twenty-one. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, with that, you you manage like Mimia is like kind of shifting around and like you you time it. You manage to get right past him, um, and you were through and past uh, past him without him seeing. Yeah, and I will assume, having been a well-oiled working team, that we have some some uh, some triggers for each other, like you know a double tap or something like that, to indicate to them um, that that we're able to do something, right? Yeah, I, I would give you that. Yeah, you yeah. Don't need, like, a so, or yeah, yeah, some kind of like some team signal. Um, so, so I'm gonna like, just, once I'm on the other side. Does Carbuckety have message? You um, might, yeah. Trick does. Trick yeah, does. Yeah. message. I can communicate okay. telepathically within thirty feet. Okay, yeah. So you, you you can probably send back as clear a message as you want. You don't even need to do like a, a shorthand. Yeah. You can tell them yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah, easy to get past. Just come on up. All right. yeah. I can relay this to the rest of the team. Okay. Say so, yeah, but she was invisible. I don't know if it's going to be as easy for the rest of us. Yempator starts going. Yempator does not want to be. There's fire, and Yempator is just. Let's go. Yempator okay. uh, pushes through. Uh, originally, like yeah, you you walk through that door, and Nemia um, cracks a little little smile. As he sees you, oh, the short one. Did you get it? Short one. You're the tall one. I don't have it. You don't. <laughs> okay. Um, as I guess, are you each coming through? Yes. Yeah. Well, we we can see the that there's not an immediate uh, violent reaction. So I Gemlin chooses uh, that over fire. Okay. Uh, yeah. You you walk through and. Did you, did you, did any of you get it? Uh, so this is really not my job. So I am going to sleight of hand, slip it, uh, slip it into Trish's hand. Let her deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, meanwhile, I'm trying to, trying to tell him Charity had it and she's stuck back there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was a nat 20 on my sleight of hand to slip a tour yeah and you uh <laughs> i mean you would have advantage too right because you're, you're quite invisible eight, so yeah it's a 28 okay um, uh tris you feel the the heft of the the scroll kind of hit your backpack um at this point uh in 
Nemia is is asking asking you as well as you come through. Do you do you have it? Did anyone did you get it? Oh, you're such a nice young man. Uh, were we did we were we to get lunch today? I think I've forgotten why we're here. I just I get so addled sometimes. Nemia will grab you by the shoulder and say, "Oh, ow, on. my arthritis." <laughs> so like. That won't work on me. I've seen too much. Do you have it? You I had a deal. thought it went the other way. I, I, re- I really do want to try to convince him that Charity got left behind and she, okay. had, the, she had the goods. All right, yeah. I'll roll a deception yeah. to... Uh, okay, yeah, Carbuckety comes up and yeah, rolls deception. So, uh, so 15, 16. 16. Uh, Nemia will pause and say... Um, well, I'm sorry that you lost one of your members, but did they give it to you before they passed? You were sent down there for one thing. Where is it? The the scroll. The, Charity had it. It's There's a, a fire. It, it's stuck in the fire with Charity. <laughs> uh, you can probably still get it. So I, Charity is over there, and, and she's like trying to put this together. She's like, wait, does this mean I have to go into hiding? After this, because I'm supposedly dead, and we were paid to do this job, so she's not. Super she does not her. understand why we're not handing over the goods we were paid to do. So that's what's going through her mind right now. Just mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile, Gimpator yeah. uh, is sort of walking away from all this and yelling, "Hey, spider! There's a fire downstairs!" In his um, loud, uh, get the librarian. Uh, voice yeah uh the this the page's head emerges and looks it looks at you i think like an all eight eight legs come out (laughs) just just so you know there's a fire downstairs the the page will like look and like look around and you'll all hear a message inside of your head at the same time it says what happens down there is of no concern to up here I did my part. <laughs> yeah, I reported the fire in the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nemia is still still shouting at you. Does does one of you have it? And you see, see so his how, eyes. How start is to glow. Paige dealing with Nemia shouting? That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, the page is like trying to like shush, <laughs> shush what's happening, getting like visually like agitated at this point. Uh, Nemia is also quite mad, um, demanding um, all of you tell tell him where it is. I think uh, someone mentioned scroll. I think like Nemia says it was a scroll. Where's the scroll? I told you. I I told you. Charity had it. She, she picked it up off the the desk mm-hmm. with your master. Do you see Charity here? She's not here. She's down there. <laughs> uh Nemia will um like roughly grab grab you Carbuckety and like shove you against the wall and say like I think you have it. Turn out your pockets. Hey. Yep, so gets gets upset at this. Like, hey, hands off. All right. This is this is getting a little excessive. My invisible half work. 
I I don't mind beating up on these three little ones, but I don't like other people beating up on these three little ones. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to take my super fancy new dagger, and I just want to cut his throat. Oh, the brandy one? Yeah. He's, okay. he's, he's busy banging my friend up against the wall. I'm invisible. I just want to come up and slit his throat with my fancy dagger. Okay. All right. Uh, you pull it, and your hand does that same sort of, like, movement. Super like awesome. That. Totally. Um, go ahead and roll to attack. Now I whiff. <laughs> you, you have advantage? Do I have advantage for being invisible? Yeah. Yes. You do. Um, so that's not great. Um, 20. Oh, I guess it is great. Oh, you roll the 20 or are you 20 total? No, no, I, uh, dirty 20. Okay, dirty 20. Uh, go ahead and roll, um, roll a d8. Seven points. Of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, you slash at uh, at Nemia's throat, and you see, like, a slash happen, and then a second later, another slash happens. Nemia takes 14 points of damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you feel like, um, and then as you move it out, you see that, like, that after image isn't happening again. Like, this might not, this might take a short rest to recharge. Um it, we are back in combat, though, <laughs> at this point, uh, in the hallway, and I need to roll for the page, who's mad. This is a library. <laughs> all right, and you are all in this hallway at this point. Um, this might be what, a quick What size quick is Nemia? What was that? Is Nemia human? Is... Yeah, Nemia is a human. Okay. Um, we are going to start with, yeah, we'll go back to the, back to the top of the order. Um, let's see, Gemlin. We'll consider that was Charity's surprise round <laughs> on this. <laughs> we'll come back around to Gemlin. Well, Gemlin didn't uh, think that it was going to go this way. Um, so he's got, but he does have a dagger and he figures um, may as well stick with this party. So he's going to... Um, He's just going to stab with that dagger. Okay. You. 12. That'll hit, and you have a um, sneak attack on this because everybody's there. <laughs> so that gets me what now? Uh, so roll your damage and then you roll an additional uh, just 1d6 or is it 2d6 at this point? Yeah, 2d6. For the. Um, so so the, the dagger is, is a dagger 4, is, so that's yeah. just a 1. Okay. And then. And then Roll 2d6. 2d6. Oh, where are you there? That's 7. Okay. Um, you stab uh, Nemia in the back a couple times. Um, and he like, starts to slump over a little bit. It says, <laughs> Treachery. Uh, charity. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, Charity, you're back up. <laughs> yeah, so still invisible. So um, I've got the dagger in one hand. So I'm not going to waste an action to stow it and get something else, but I will draw one of my short swords. Okay. Um, and I think I'm going to, yeah, so I'm going to draw one. So I will, my primary attack is my good hand at the dagger. So I'll go ahead and do that. Um, oh, that's not good. Um, 14. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. All right. So I will take sneak attack on that one. So, it's a, uh, so that's, it's, oh, not bad. Um, 12. 16 points of slashing damage. Yeah. Uh, Nemia collapses at this point. 
Um, it is is completely unconscious, losing blood. Uh, blood is pouring out. Uh, the page at this point has like fully materialized inside of this narrow area where where it cannot be because it is too large <laughs> for this space. I think like the the outside edges of it are still like in these portals, kind of around and everything. And you hear this like thunderous voice inside of your head: "Leave now, or face the consequences." And and I, I do speak up. Can we give him that thing? <laughs> Carbuckety will be happy to leave. Yeah. yeah. Carbuckety starts to edge, edge around the, this, the page. Um, but Charity, you said, I think as you say that, what thing? Never mind. <laughs> uh, Carbuckety, as you're sneaking past, um, you feel like a... a leg kind of over your shoulder coming through a portal and uh, inside your head is are you taking books <laughs> uh, oh right almost forgot I put it in my satchel for safekeeping and I will um, attempt to pull out one of my blank notebooks that I brought in with me while casting minor illusion on it to make it look like the library Okay. Set it down on the, the hallway floor. In there. Sorry about that. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it will. You will see it grab it and like that hand will blink out of existence and you hear like a like it's shoving it into the shelves above you. And it comes back down. Thank you about this thing. Thing. You said there was a thing. Do you mean the scroll? The, the scroll? <laughs> Several uh, of us collectively is, slap our forehead. <laughs> is Charity still invisible? Oh, yeah. And I'm actually... Uh, I, I'm moving into that main space, and I am pickpocketing every single patron there okay. from my invisible self. Okay. Well, so, so Yentor, it's like, well, I think the half-orc took it, and she's long gone. Um, to, to the page. Yeah, I think the page will think for a moment, half-orc. Where did the half-orc, is the half-orc still down there? Last I saw her, she was still down there. So. Okay. Roll deception check. <laughs> well, d does Carbuck... Well, it's not really deception. It is it's the last he saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. The, the intent is deception. Okay. Uh, roll performance. So <laughs> was a 15. Okay, yeah. Uh, she will... Uh, the page will believe you at that point. Um... I think the page at this point will is just going to say like leave take the body with you just get out your band <laughs> uh, well I can't lift him can either of you no Gimlin cannot do that um 
I mean, I mean you can. Like, yeah. it, would, it would take a little doing, but... <laughs> um, the can start dragging, like, half of him over his shoulder. Just grab a leg and... Yeah. Bef- yeah. Before we start that, G- Gemlin just asks the page, there says, you know, you want us to be out as quickly as, as, as we do. Can you uh, just open us up a portal outside and we can uh, shove this thing through so we don't have to disturb your patrons in the library. Gladly. And it'll open a portal and like start to actively shove you? Are you all going to go with or are you going to... We'll willingly go, I think. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, you you were shoved in this portal and you were back outside the front door that you you had just entered. Um, The scroll heavy in your your pouch. Um, I think Charity jaunts out shortly thereafter and rematerializes. Um, she is 10 gold pieces richer. Uh, <laughs> Yemiya's body is like just laid out sort of next um, next to you. The town watch comes by and looks at, and takes one look at Nami and says, it's about time. Against <laughs> 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 to, to haul, haul him away. Um, yes, and you have survived the accidental tomb. Woo! <laughs> Can I cast Identify on the scroll and see what yeah. do? Yes, you can. Um, yeah. What is this thing that we've fought so hard for? Yeah, this uh, this scroll is... A, it just says at the top of it, I guess, as you're unfurling it, the Journal of Tal Rasha. Um, and inside you see... Uh, I think what you can recognize, Chris, as you're looking at this, is there's all sorts of like magical like spells and incantations written written across this thing. Stuff that is far beyond what you're capable of doing. Much of it related to time. Well, that's time. pretty cool. I'm yeah. going to roll it back up and put it in my pack. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the sort of thing that uh, you... If you have it, the people that know you have it are going to want it <laughs> very, very badly. Much as Nemia did and much as the, the poor soul down below did too. I will keep it rather quiet. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, um, thank you all for playing. I really appreciate it. This was uh, super fun. I hope you all had fun too. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to yeah. sign off for all of us because this has been going a little bit. Um, but yeah, I've been Chris Salzman. Thank you for listening to Roll for Topic. Roll for Topic. Remember, you're a good GM if your players are having fun. Bye.